I'm Mike Lee, I'm the GM for this group, and I'll be leading this ragtag group of rebels through stealing the precious jewel of Yavan from Cloud City. My name is Silas, and I'm playing Alexandre. Hey there, everybody. My name is Jordan, and I play the part of Atrock Dicte. He is a Zebrekian force user um, who flirts with the dark side and is trying to discover his place in the galaxy. I'm Mossy, and I play Hey there, everyone. My name is Nate. I will be playing the part of Pawn Edestus, a force-using lightsaber-wielding Nautilin that is enjoying his newfound freedom, exploring the galaxy, and fighting for the weak and oppressed. Second, I need to disconnect. <laughs> Got the now recording memo. Everyone goes, ah! Did you find him? Find what? Oh, sorry. Not I'll. Me. I'll... <clears throat> Hey, can you hear me? Oh. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yep. I can. All right. Yeah, if you guys want to roll some destiny. Uh, Han, I hope it's dark side, though. I know you said you wanted light side. I hope you mm-hmm. don't. Yay! I think that's like one of the first times I've ever rolled light side. Double light? Yeah, that's pretty good. I think it really is. I usually like like Mike, and I give him all my destiny points most of the time. That's <laughs> what we like to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty. I gotta roll Destiny. Yeah, roll some Destiny. And then once I see... Um, oh, nice A-Truck. Thank you. Thank you, Clip. Oh, no. Uh, we switch places this time, Clip. Because <laughs> <laughs> normally I'm rolling Dark Side and you're rolling Light Side. Clip has been very altruistic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, once I see... I gotta remember what I did with my points. I know I spent them. Yeah, make sure you're spending XP and, oh, wait, and all that. Oh, thank you, Alexandre. Alright. Well, there. I, I, gave, I got two light side and they gave you two dark side. <laughs> and let me double check the... Oh, yeah, I know. Yep, okay. That's what I did. I took my center of being maneuver. Okay, I forgot to pin the XP from last time, but if you don't have that, I just pinned it. Um, obligation, Atrock has been triggered maybe for a third time. Uh, I can't remember. Pretty sure it's third time, if not more. Uh, no duty has been triggered here. Um, it looks like the rewards from last time were, were talents, so just everybody make sure 
you've added your talents or if it's something passive just make sure you you've made that modifier in on your skill sheet that'll make it a lot simpler you don't even have to really remember what it is uh, make a note somewhere but you can just use it passively if that's the talent that you got by just putting in the modifier all right so everybody's dice pool for the destiny should be four and two yep. one extra light side for pawn that i gave out All right, everyone, I have to meet into or hop into that professor meeting I was talking about. I will be yep, back yep. on headset as soon as possible. Okay, no problem. All right, so we are. So you said you you you've already modified roll twenty, but um, I don't see the lookout talent added in. Oh, I might not have typed it out. Let me let me take a look. Should I do Game that? One... Permanent advantage. So if you look at your initiative on combat, yeah, the plus one A is mm -hmm. that advantage on vigilance and cool checks. All right. So um, where you see, yeah, your initiative tab or combat tab, initiative section, the modifiers slot for both your cool oh. and vigilance. But I did what not, if you, if you want to put it, yeah, I see you're, you're putting it as an actual talent. That's good too, just to remind you where that came from. Oh, yeah, I think I... Mine was kind of lame. No, I'm kidding. All right. And to recap last time, just so everybody remembers, um, I remember Clep working on the computer spike. Is that computer spike completed, Clep? Or were you just working uh -huh. a few hours on it? <clears throat> I don't even... I don't even know why I should write in these 150 credits. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, that's I right. finished it out. I think last <laughs> well, <I'll> session <laughs> I had like five hours and I just spent all of them on the spike to finish it. Yeah, I think that's right. So yeah, I think, I think everything you t gave me with the hacking has been completed. Okay, awesome. And then Pawn went to meet Gintel Dro at the... Okay. Tour of uh, the, yeah, tour of the uh, the museum. art museum. All right, and then yeah, I'll, I'll take all your credits. I try, uh, uh, Alexandre, I'm trying to save up for an Anna, uh, a robot arm. <laughs> oh no! Uh, if you don't if want anything, them that badly. Alexandre is uh, leaving <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you don't Good need credits with, anymore, Mister Moneybags. You no um, longer have yeah. any brains. And uh, Atrock and Alexandre, do you remember exactly what? I knew you guys were heading back to Hangar. Um, was it that you got into a tussle again with somebody in the street? I can't remember exactly. I, I did. those guys in the alleyway. Yeah, I think that was the beginning of the last session, right? That was, yeah, that was the beginning. And then um, we were, we got, we intervened with that person who was like, um, like a lady. We cornered her. That's right. Oh, that's right. 
She's blackmailing. That's where we ended. Yeah, she was trying to blackmail us. Yeah, you guys were heading back to. That was where you ended. You were heading back to the hangar, right? Yeah, I think we ended up at the hangar. Yeah, yeah. And I was heading to sleep because I'd been up for so long. That's right. That's right. So you ran into Zekra Full, who asked you to do your best. She's working on um, an investigation on the huts. Yes. And if you remember, this auction is less than legal in imperial terms. So she's, um, sorry, not on the huts, on Maris Grayson, who's the one doing the auction. Um, but it's also a benefit that the huts are involved. And we want that price to be hiked up so it'll be a bigger profile. So her investigation will be more effective, have more dirt on them. All right, yeah, and then an hour 29, which is where we are now, Honest Grek is bringing the parts to the hangar. Hour 30, Geralt Hoon Hun is going to be canceled, finally. finally. And then <laughs> four hours later, um, you're going to meet Thero Morrow at the hangar. So we're going to pick up after the crawl at 5 a.m. at hour 29. And this is all on the mission objectives, so maybe that popped up for you guys. 5 a.m. at hour 29, and she's meeting you guys at, uh, what, five hours later? So at 10 a.m. on the same day. Gotcha. Just keep that Is in that mind. Is that the uh, little the rookie pilot? Yes. Okay. That, that, Did we ever get the pay for the parts? Not yet. You're meeting Honest Grek now at the hangar, yeah. and he said he's going to bring the parts and is... You know, you'll figure out the payment. <laughs> so we're waiting at the hangar right now, right? I believe. Yeah, you're you're at the hangar. So you reached the hangar after the last session. And, all, uh, all of you guys are. I'm sleeping. You are sleeping. Are, are you sleeping at the hangar or are you back at no, the apartment? No, I'm, I'm, there's going to be a lot of noise at the hangar, so I'm going to the apartment. <laughs> okay, so Pon, okay. you're, you're gone? Okay. All right, so it's the three of us. Yep. Um... I would one thing Clef would like to do. Um, I don't know if there are any little tiny pieces or parts, but I'm gonna finally make it official, and I'm gonna try. I don't know if Atrock is awake, drunk, or what. I don't know what his current state is. So Atrox, no, uh, uh, Clef is going to try to use his knowledge to create like Mission Impossible earpieces we can all wear. So, oh, nice. When, like so inconspicuous comlinks. Yeah, because we're always like, can we talk to each other? And frankly, we got a we're, we're RPing here, so let's actually get some radios here in our ears. Um, so nice. I'm gonna try to make uh, I assume Clef doesn't need one, so I'm gonna make three for my organic friends. Well, so technically, Aatrox should be awake right now, if I remember right. Yeah, technically. Um, right. And with that in mind, and before we make any rolls. Do the crawl real quick, and then we'll, and then we'll kick oh, it off sorry. there. No, that's a perfect excited. way to, to begin. Yeah, no, no, that's great. Um, any other questions before we officially start here? No, sir. All right. Then a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, Jewel of Yavin, episode six. Yeah. Should be episode six. <laughs> bad, <laughs> bad entrance there. A fool's hope. Uh, while, an, 
While the extra attention that the group is receiving due to Aatrox's bounty makes it hard to move about the city, they must make the most out of the last full day of preparations. On the way to the hangar to make a deal with Grek for parts, the heroes note a sharp increase in news outlets highlighting the nefarious actions of one Geralt Hun. With the most experienced racer soon barred from the Grand Prix, the company places hope and their own potential racer being vetted later this morning, Era Morrow. And that will bring us to the vehicle berth, to the hangar, where we'll say you guys have been there for um, a little bit of time now, so uh, I guess we'll go ahead and, and Pawn, I, I guess I'll drop you from the screen there. <clears throat> but uh, Clep, go ahead and yeah, describe to me how you're going to go about making these earpieces while you guys are waiting for Honest Grek to show up. Um, well, you know, I'm just going to go around, try to find the, the parts I need, and try to, you know, um, I, I, I'm going to try to, you know, to get the essence of our old droid friend here, and I'm going to take a little skin sample from Alexandre <laughs> and Atrox, like a little, like off their... <clears throat> And I'm gonna you, I'm gonna overlay that over the earpiece and design it in a way that the skin just lays there and it you can't tell because it's their skin so that it doesn't look like an earpiece. Yeah, make sure make mine waterproof. Okay, is your skin waterproof? Uh, yeah, I'm aquatic. Boom. Then that would be easy. All right. Is is everybody okay with him taking parts of your skin? Sure. Just a little bit. Alexandria shaking his head. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll be able to see it. Yeah, I thought we lost the psycho droid. Now you're becoming the uh, the weird one. Uh, okay, okay. You just make some synthetic, skin, man. Yeah, okay. We'll just do the synthetic skin then. We'll just I'll I'll just get some cloth that looks like their skin. That's awesome. All right. So um, either way you want to do it, let's do a, a little bit of a different check here. So it, we're gonna make it kind of twofold. First one, if you can do a, um, I'll let you do either Skullduggery or Stealth, uh, but you can add, well, I'll let you know here in a sec, but which one would you prefer? This is to get the device, the devices hidden properly. Like how, how oh. noticeable, how expert will that look? I would guess I would use Skullduggery. Okay. And so we're going to use your ranks in Skullduggery, which can be one, and mix it with your intelligence. So your intelligence okay. is five. So uh, you can actually add two greens to your Skullduggery check. Perfect. So so would Aatrox be helping you? Two greens. Aatrox. Um, I do not know. Um, I think my Skullduggery might be better than his, though, either way. He can give you an unassisted boost. Um, nice. we'll just, so if you just want to get a boost die from yeah. him, we'll say that he's just helping you in, in this short amount. Perfect. And how, what was the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty can be three purple. And this purple. is going to be for, for all three of them. And um, you want to check real quick? I'm going to roll Skullduggery. Is this how it should look? You got it. Yeah, it's perfect. All right, let's roll it. Ooh. Ooh. All That's right. So it's yeah, a lot of successes. Unfortunately, canceled by by those failures. <laughs> but failures. Uh, yeah, so you have one advantage there, Clep. And and you notice maybe as you're putting him together, 
that you can't quite get the synthetic material or those who were able to give you the skin. Um, you weren't able to make it quite look natural, so you don't think it would pass any any kind of uh, check from security. Yeah. Um, but with one advantage, what do you think you're able to glean from from doing this? Um. Well, now thinking back on it, yeah, it probably just looks like you have a bunch of flesh hanging out of your ear. So that probably doesn't look too good. But uh, let's use that advantage maybe on my next check, whatever this two-part check is, I'll transfer, like, maybe maybe the devices actually work, you know, and they're just, like, not hidden very well or something, so I can use it on my next check or something. Okay. Yeah, okay, perfect. So um, on this one, it's going to be, it is going to be a combination, like, mechanics uh, and computers. Your computers is probably going to do it. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Um, so let's do another three purple computers check go ahead and if you want to add a boost from atroc you can and then if you want to add a boost from your advantage here you can and how do you think before you roll sorry what was that i was just saying atroc is back nice atroc's perfect right on time yeah so clep is trying to create these kind of in-ear com pieces um he attempted to make them kind of stealthy in a way that they're covered with your own flesh or synthetic flesh so they wouldn't be noticed um, but unfortunately it looks like it's just not going to work out that way they're too they're too bulky it looks like they're hanging off your ear um, so it's not going to work but this is going to be the check to to make sure that the communications part actually works that you, you still have these pieces but maybe they're not as hidden as you'd hoped so we used you, Atroc, and said that you were going to help him and just gave him a boost. <laughs> Excellent. Use me, baby. <laughs> All right. As long All as right. we abuse him, too. Oh, oh yeah. Only both. Sweet All right. Boost. Yeah, that looks good. Clip your... Uh, All right. Computers here? Yes. All righty. All righty. <laughs> okay so uh you were able to make all three successfully just barely it seems um but you have two advantages and a triumph so what do you think what extra features does this thing have so maybe it's not disguised very well but maybe it's made so well that it's made really really tiny okay yeah yeah i'll Boom. take that yeah so, so you're you able to make really in there yeah, it's, it almost looks like uh, just like a hearing aid. Like it doesn't even go around your ear or anything. It's just it, inside your your uh, your ear canal. That works. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. It, it looks like a universal translator or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I love that. And maybe I'll also add in that maybe you guys have a way to stealthily activate like whatever the talk system. Okay. So, you know, yes. so uh, what do you think that would look like? How What would be a good way for that to happen? So, uh, I don't know, like, maybe, like, like, you ever guys ever, like, do that thing where you can, like, move your jaw more back into your mouth and, like, act like you're a snake? Like, ah, like, I can do the thing with my jaw. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, to Fake activate it, you just have to, like, like, clack your teeth together twice, and that's enough vibrations to activate it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So don't forget that. That's crucial information. 
Clack and yeah, you have to say that before you communicate to others. And if yeah, you forget, if you forget, then it's done. No, do no it. comment. Yeah. <laughs> You're just talking to nobody. Uh, you forgot to clack your teeth. <laughs> Somebody trying to say something. <laughs> All right, awesome. So, so clap. You have these devices, and uh, so at this point, you can hit. You know, Alexandra and Atrock can receive them. Uh, however, Pawn is back at the apartment. Taking a rest. All right. Yes, I will take them. I'll take the moment to hand them out to my allies and make sure they're properly fitted in their in their strange. You're, you're saying I, I have to do this with my jaw every time I want to use this? Listen, listen. It's kind of weird. I, I don't get it. <laughs> don't you don't make it look obvious. Oh, okay. Atrox just gonna be standing there like a snake with his mouth agape, going, <laughs> "Good, you're doing it good. That's how you want to look. Yes, yes, like that, like exactly like that. Oh my God, we're the worst. Totally inconspicuous. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for somebody to be in the gala, just their mouth wide open, back. Like, come help me. <laughs> Awesome. So Atrock and uh, Alexandre, well, he's working on this and Atrock will say that you were helping him for, for some of the time. So, we'll, but we'll give you some space to do something if you want to do anything um, in preparation for, for Greg to get there. We'll say that you arrived with only about 20, 30 minutes to spare before honest Greg brings the parts. So anything you guys want to do in that time? I'm just going to kind of, you know, like, um, like, uh, for anyone who's like seen Matilda or anytime you go like the movie, like a shady, like Danny DeVito, like car dealer, I'm going to walk around the, uh, walk around and pretend like I've seen an airspeeder before a cloud car, you know, hit different panels and be like, yeah, this is a sturdy old girl. That'll, uh, that'll get us there. And, oh man, they should have, um, hyper cooled this twine combustion engine here to get 3% more power out of her. Like the other mechanics that are in earshot are just kind of like shooting me dirty luck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, okay, perfect. So we'll say this. I was one wondering thing, where that was going. I like it. <laughs> one thing: this vehicle birth is actually is a private one. So Aris Shin was able, or sorry, Aaron Shin was able to get you this uh, like private hangar. Mm. for yourself. But I will say, if the doors are open, kind of like a storage unit, you know, like a, a storage wars or whatever, they open the big the 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 door in front. We'll say that there are other. Like that whole row has vehicle births, and maybe while the door's still open, you're slapping it and making those comments. And you can see as mechanics are walking by, and even some pilots or, or other workers in the area, they're looking in at Atrock as he's you know, smacking the vehicle and, and making these comments. Some, some with arched eyebrows, because they're, they're sure maybe that you uh, are BSing, but others maybe not. Go ahead and make a a, are you claiming that you don't know a lot about this cloud car? Oh no, Atrock knows exactly what he's doing. He's just trying to fuck with the other mechanics. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so go ahead and make a, a two purple mechanics check. Okay. See how accurate oh, and I have, Yes, I get two boosts on it too because of my meditation. From oh, nice, nice. Nice, yeah. Now my you two boosts didn't even apply properly. Well, 
so you're even even better than that but uh most of the looks that you get then are are ones of they're pretty impressed and uh and and as they walk by some people stop and look at the cloud car as if it has some souped up aspect to it um but if you recall this is probably the most generic cloud car to ever exist it, it basically was taken it seems directly from uh, like the wing guard um their garages so disregard uh, this I'm just testing something. oh okay, okay no gotcha. plus sign that's my problem no plus sign yeah it's not a plus sign it's just to be in the modifiers oh interesting i've had the opposite happen where i thought it was without the plus sign and then it wouldn't work but okay good to know um awesome so pretty much the same result there so that's good uh, so, Atrock, anything you want to kind of leverage that into with those successes or that advantage as people are walking by, taking notice of your expertise? I I, <laughs> I want to say in like a moment of serendipity, as as Atrock is is BSing about this, like he slaps a panel to be like, oh yeah, and then this is where the dihydrogen monoxide carbonite infuser goes, and he hits a panel, something like a um a a wire that was not loose, but just kind of a jar, you know, like with the RJ 45s, how like maybe it wasn't pushed in all the way to click. And as I hit the panel, it kind of dislodges enough that I take notice of it and like go like, Oh crap. And like plug it back in so that something that could have happened, you know, while what was it like the, the pod race in episode one, when like, um, guess Gano's like little metal piece came flying off his pod racer instead of that happening. Like Atrock was able to like see it beforehand on an area that like no one would have noticed before for like the steering column and plug it back in. Awesome. Nice. So you saved uh, you saved yourself from some embarrassment then, right? Exactly. So uh, while he's doing that, and he's showing off and clips over there uh, working on the earpieces. Alexander, anything that you're doing in, in preparation? Honest, Greg. Um. No, I'm I I think all at at maximum I'm just going over the list maybe uh Atrox and I are talking about uh the items that he is specifically looking for maybe we discuss pricing um you know just kind of trying to make myself as um uh, uh up-to-date and aware as to what sort of uh, situation we're moving into um, so I can get the best deal. Okay. Let's do a negotiation check. Do three purple. Okay, here we go. Okay, um, so go ahead and take a take a strain here, um, but you are able to kind of talk through your strategy, maybe with honest Greg, whatever that may be. Uh, so whatever comes up negotiation wise in this next encounter, uh, you will gain a boost in that um, to try to get gain some control over that situation. I, I had, had some to, uh, strain right. left over. Um, that's carrying into this game, right? Yes, yeah. That should not, unless you rest for the full time, like the six hours, 
then your strain will remain. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the, the items that are being hover lifted in here are things that, you know, we've gone over before, or is he just pulling up with his roving mercantile shop and then we're going to, we're going to no. start haggling. No, he, well, you discussed the prices, or at least he told you the prices um, of all the parts. And he said, since he, you wanted it taken to the hangar instead of going to a shop, he added a 5% um, like transportation fee. But let me post this for you. This is what the prices were of each of the items. And we can go over, I guess, well, when he shows up, he'll go over each of the items and you guys can determine what you want, what you don't want. And the price will obviously change based on that. And if they're not new, don't pay full price. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yes, Pon, you would get back at the apartment about five a.m. That's right. That's why I was thinking I'd be up at about eleven because that's six hours. Yeah, yeah, that works. So, uh, in that vein, um, as you guys, Alexandra, Atrock, and Cliff are preparing for Honest Greg's arrival, uh, you. Maybe you you hear a knock like on the open hangar door, and you look over and you see Honest Grek with his arms one arm behind his back, the other one knocking, and uh, he says, "Ah, I thought that was you. I am here to do the business we discussed." But let's pause there. It's going to be pick up exactly in that position when we come back. I just want to make sure, Pawn. I think we know what you're doing, but anything you want to elaborate on is as. Pawn leaves the secure or the uh, museum, heads back to the apartment. Nope, just gonna head back to the fastest milk to speed away to the apartment and go to sleep so I can get up as early as possible to um, kind of continue some things I think we need to do while they're working at the shop. And mainly, I'm talking about that like stealth gear and smoke grenade kind of thing. Okay, and uh, as a reminder, you are. You set up to meet Thera Morrow at the hangar at hour 34, which is in five hours. So if you want to be there for that, you might have to cut your rest short, but I'll leave that to you. Okay. And like I said, you can do partial. So like you could do three hours and, and have like a partial penalty. I think Atrox did something like that last session. Um, you'll just have to make sure you fit in another three hours somewhere in the day. Okay. Rest up. That's so I'll leave that. I'll leave that to you. Um, but yeah, as you get back to the apartment, it is five a.m. No one's there because everybody went to the hangar. Even Aris Shin, uh, you can see an empty wine glass on the table next to the uh, next to the couches. As it seems, nobody in your group or her has uh, you know cleaned up any since you guys have arrived. What was it? Probably a day and a half ago, two days ago. Um, so, is it your prerogative just to go and, and sleep now? Yeah, I'll, I'll just crash right on the couch for like four hours. And I'll get the other two later. Okay. Let me make that so, I'm up by nine and I can get to the hangar before she gets there. All right. Awesome. So, then we'll cut back. To the hangar, where uh, you see Honest Greg leaning in, having knocked on the door, and, and he looks at you, Alexandria. I think you're the only one who's talked to him so far. And he says, 
Ah, I am here to do the business we discussed. Were you still interested in those parts? Yes, come on, come in. Ah, indeed. Now, um, I will come in, but first I must ask your pardon. I brought a few friends with me to make sure things went smoothly, and he, he waves over kind of beyond what you guys can see, and you see two pairs of security guards kind of coming to the front of the hangar door. Two kind of mosey their way to the other edge, while two flank him um, on the nearest edge closest to you, Alexandre, Atrock, and Clip. And he says, again, my deepest apologies, but I've brought a contingent of security for such a large purchase. I could see myself uh, you know, being robbed, being assaulted on my way here with such wares, uh, especially just on a hover sled on my own. I hope that is okay. I nod and beckon them in. Right. Well, I see your cloud car could use some work, and he's looking it over, and he's kind of walking slowly around it. Um, and Atrock, he sees you maybe still trying to fix whatever that was that was popping out. And uh, he, he looks back to you, Alexander, and he says, is this your mechanic? Yes. Ah. Uh, mechanic, do you speak basic? <laughs> a truck, a truck immediately looks over to him and starts speaking um, a tease. <laughs> Nice, nice, love it. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, my apologies. Usually, the the uh, my customers who speak in Huttese have a uh, translator droid. I'm not familiar with the with the language. But uh, a truck, a truck takes his hand and affixes it to his neck and pretends to turn an invisible dial as he goes through uh, Rhodes, Iridonian, and then finally Basic, and he goes, ar, ar, ar. "There, is that better?" He looks confused. <laughs> yes. Um, are you sure the me- you're the mechanic, or are you the uh, are you jester. in charge of advertising? Yeah, he's the joker, the jester. A <laughs> truck looks over him and he goes, "Does a womp does a womp rat shit in the swamp?" Trust me, sir. He's our mechanic. Now let's get down to business. Yes. Um, now, uh, one other thing before we get down to business. There's uh, this mechanic of yours who now I clearly see is much more than that. Um, I had my suspicions that that was the case. Now, we already talked about the 5% transportation fee, and that helped cover some of the security here. Um, but it's come to my attention that your friend here has run into some issues recently. I think we're just here for the parts. Indeed. Uh, yet, I might be persuaded, I say, for an extra 10% to make sure that I don't give away the location of your friend to anybody who might ask. A truck immediately becomes stoic and like drops the facade and looks at him and goes, Friend, are you trying to extort us at this moment? No, no, this is 
be doing you a favor. I just, I've taken a great risk coming here, uh, and I knew this after the fact, um, nearly on my way here, seeing your Quite face. Close the garage places. door. Yeah, nice. <laughs> this is, <laughs> so uh, Greg looks back and says, okay, look, look. And uh, the security guards, they, they look alarmed, but they're not, they don't look aggressive at this point. In, uh, in to make sure honest Greg you, you've made careful. your point Greg we so. are here to just buy these materials and now I'm not paying you the extra 5% you will get straight cost don't fuck yeah. with us my, my good sir and uh, go ahead and do negotiation then um, and do you have I'll just I'm more intimidating him. Is there an intimidation say, type role? There's a coercion. Ooh, um, a point I, of, I, con- I, of question. Mike, I've just spent my um, experience that I have been saving up. So I now have two presents, and I have battle meditation with a one range band. Before this intimidation check happens, could I activate my battle meditation to try and give an automatic success to Alexandre for his intimidation check? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and that will, that's all checks, correct? Not just combat checks? Uh, yes, the force directs allies. Uh, well, it says in battle, but it says you may use, uh, you may spend a force die or a force point to add one automatic success to all checks made by a number of engaged friendly targets. Sorry about the baby. Yep, that should. I guess that would be a a judgment call on your end because it does say direct allies in battle, but it says to all checks. Uh, No, I like I like the idea that you could maybe help shape people's actions to coordinate with each other, maybe just by either actively suggesting or just kind of plotting seeds in their mind or something. Uh, So yeah, if you want to go ahead and roll battle meditation, so you're just going to roll your force die straight up, and then we'll decide who you're able to affect, right? Yes, it would be two force die because for the range, I need to spend, I think. It says you can spend, uh, I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm very new to force power. Yeah, what's your what's your force rating? Two. Okay, so yep, you always, if your force rating is two, you always roll two die. Yep, okay, so you have two point, you have three points to spend, really, if you want to, f- take one conflict and take a strain for flipping a point. I but, don't think uh, I need to with two okay, points. Okay. I can, the user may spend a, a light side or a force point, which I'll spend one of my light side on to add an automatic success to all checks made. And I will extend that to Alexandre with my second force point, which activates my range, which says spend a force point to increase powers range by a number of range bands equal to upgrades purchased and i only have one upgrade which means as long as i'm within uh what is it um, short range short range of him which i'm assuming if we're standing in this little yeah. garage i'd be within short range That's so it would add an automatic check to his or an automatic success to his next check and at what's your presence my presence is two now because that's what i spent the majority of my um experience i'd been saving up on was getting um that extra characteristic Awesome. And so what two people do you want to affect you? Alexandria, obviously, and then Ooh, it can either, um, either be you, know, you or Clep. Actually, here's I'm, I'm going to double down on this if I'm able to. 
I am going to um, engage and make your allies. Can I choose myself to act, enter choose. this battle meld, or does it have to be others? It can be. It can be you. Yeah. Then, because I'm going to be doing all of these mechanical checks shortly, I'm going to big brain this. I'm going to select myself as well as Alexandre, and then I'm going to activate my in-between season boon, Call Upon the Force. Once per session, I can suffer four strain to perform a force power as a maneuver. Um, oh, no, wait. No, that's not... Never mind. Okay, crud. I thought it was the one that lets me make it everlasting, but it's not. Never mind. Oh, gotcha. So gotcha. it would be okay. my next check and Alexandre's next check. Okay. Awesome. Um, so... So yes, GM during uh, during this little exchange, would would I have uh, the moment or the wherewithal to text Clep and have him find some dirt on this guy? There's an opportunity to try to play fire with fire. Uh, yeah, you could try to, maybe when he's gesturing his private security in, what do you think maybe you have time to, you have time to maybe lean over to Clep momentarily and whisper something? What, what do you think that would be? Um, uh, I, I, I would lock my jaw back and then, uh, uh, cough or, or turn away and be like, uh, um, Clip, we need some dirt. All right, I'm on it. <laughs> All right, perfect. And as you're doing that, we'll say a truck. As as he's doing that, you're maybe doing doing this battle meditation. Anything in particular that you're doing, or is this all internal? I'd like to say, like, if anyone remembers the um, the old promo video from like the Force Unleashed when Star Killer's meditating and he's like putting his or his lightsaber together and back again and like the it's just like subtle on the ground like all the pebbles are starting like the dust is starting to lift off the ground and like suspend in the air i want to say like anyone who actually is paying attention to atrox's feet all the all the like little pebbles and the dust around his feet starts like drifting up into the air and is kind of like not in suspended animation but like you know going up and down by maybe like centimeters but like floating around his feet as all of a sudden like alexandre would feel this like boon of like confidence and like luck. Okay. Got it. Perfect. So uh yeah, Alexandre, uh you'll have an automatic success here. So you like you said, you're more intimidating this this guy, so it would be a coercion. Okay. In that case. And then let me get you a difficulty here. Uh, now, with negotiation, I got a blue die. N oh, what's my difficulty? Purple? Yeah, give me one second, and I'll get you that. All right, it'd be two red and a purple. Oof. You have points to spend to flip as well. Go for it. 
flip those points and um kid i'm gonna get greedy i'm gonna get a little greedy here because all of our like we were all so in sync like closing the garage door and everything can i get him a boost for closing that garage door yeah, so you close That'll the garage door, and the, yeah, and a part of that is and helps the intimidation factor. Absolutely. Awesome. So if you want to give him a boost, or do you have destiny, uh, destiny dice as an upgrade? Yep, an upgrade on your side. And then, do you have any coercion clip? You do not. Uh, okay. Oh so, no. So it'll be <laughs> a, another boost for Alexandre. I can coerce a computer. Yeah. I I only have one boost, right? Um, yep, one boost. One. Yep, and then one success from a truck, which will just will count that in after the fact. And then you have one upgrade from flipping a point. Come on. Oof. Yes, but battle meditation makes it a oh, success. That's right. that's, 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 uh, <laughs> nice. Like what a perfect role for battle meditation. Uh, I take three strain. Nice work, a that is unbelievable. I take well, so you have three successes here? here, actually, or three advantages rather. So you don't take any Flat strain. Advantages? Yeah. Did I read those that are th- wrong. Yeah, those are three advantages. Oh my. God. So, um, his instant reaction then, and then we'll we'll get into the advantages. Is is making his his security I, I would, calming. I would like to pass those advantages on Clep as they search. As he searches for dirt, perfect. It's kind of so, hard to hear you, Alexandre, a little bit for some reason. Mic check. There Ooh, we close. go. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> All right. And he uh, he says, "Okay, look, let's let's not get hasty. I didn't mean. I, it was just you know for business purposes. I'm bringing your parts down here. I thought that maybe it would be good for me to uh, maybe uh, make authorities look the wrong way for your friend. But look, I can." It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you know, the, the 5%, um, we'll say, you know, you, you can give it or, or take it. It's up to you. We'll say that's, uh, that's in your hands. That's in your hands, sir. Uh, how about we just talk about the parts? How about we just talk about the parts and uh, we'll go from there. Is that acceptable to you? I apologize yet again. Let's talk about the parts. Excellent. We know a lot about oh. parts. <laughs> oh, do you, sir? And uh, Clef, as, as you're as you are uh, researching this guy, how how are you doing your research? So let me ask you a question. So, um, uh, I don't imagine that there's a computer in here, but can, do I have like internet access with my mind? You know, I would say at this point, um, you you probably have some sort of like internal working that you can connect to the uh, the Cloud City network. Well, even if you have a data pad on you, you should be able to do it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll say you, carrying, least... you carrying around a data pad wouldn't be uh, out of the ordinary. True. Yeah. Or for there to be a data pad <clears throat> in the hangar somewhere um, gotcha. would make All sense right. to me. But yeah, if you um, want to try to dig up some dirt, uh, you can either use education or let's see let's see yeah i'll just integrate a data pad in my mind and make it official down the road put it, put, put it on your arm yeah 
that's actually a good <laughs> idea. That's a great idea. Cybernetics or something that none of us have touched really, but those are pretty sick. I'm working on it actually to turn that. Just yeah, his his that's arm the... is half halfway done. Yeah. Nice. It's halfway done. Uh, yeah. So you can use education or um, you know, I would allow underworld too if you're looking for dirt or nice. streetwise. I would allow either Ooh. one of those. That's a um, lot of, oh, dang, okay. Yeah, and then three purple will be the difficulty. I think I'm going to use... My advantages? Oh, oh. And, and you have three, three, uh, three, three boost boosts. dice. She's right. passing that uh, I'll make it fun all you streetwise, because th that'll give me a lot of boosts. Okay. So, um, let's see, three boosts, and then three purple. And Correct. you know what? I'm getting saucy. I'm going to use the light side. Sure. <laughs> Might as well start using them. I'm sure we've left a lot of light sides on the table. <laughs> we um, we really have this session. Uh, so upgrade this campaign. Um, all right, I'm gonna give her a give it a roll. <laughs> yeah, it might be a good idea that you did because with one advantage or sorry, one success. Uh, you do dig up some dirt, and I'll give you kind of the basics, and then with those advantages, let me know what else you want to find. But mm. uh, you find that Honest Grek was once part of a racing team with somebody considered probably the best racer out there, as far as the Grand Prix goes. His name's Meryl Turrell, and this name has come up before, except for Alexandria is not, like, looking there with you. Alexandria... If you remember, Honest Greg actually mentioned this guy before. Um, oh, yeah. I'm supposed to go talk with him and his wife. Yes. And so as part of that, and again, this is only for Klepp's eyes or system as he's receiving this information. Uh, you find that they were in this horrible wreck. Uh, and it injured Merrill for a long, long time, um, making him not be able to race or do anything. Uh, for some years and uh so he doesn't race anymore and it seems that his wife uh now is part of that so of course he, he didn't race because of his injuries but even past that his wife said there's no way you're not racing ever again and it's been this this long feud between honest grek and merle uh, however what you find past that is dirt wise is that there were some suspicions you find this in like you consider like the tabloids the tmz or whatever and uh that honest grek as the mechanic of the team and the co-pilot uh, he received some blame for it because they found that something mechanical wasn't quite right on that uh on that it's racer and so a lot of blame or at least some places blame honest grek for that wreck mm. Mm. So you have five advantages there. Mm. Um, what kind of information do you want to find, either about that or about him, or maybe about um, you know racing in general? Um, well, uh, I mean that's a tough one. Um, I mean I could really just go in deep and trying to get some really dirty stuff on him. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Can I ask for opinions from the group? Yeah, I Anybody? would I would keep uh, digging at the investigation into the parts Dirt. that were misaligned on the speeder. All right, yeah. I think if there's I'll, any uh, technical jargon that I could use later on. Perfect. Yeah, I think I'll um 
you know, since we have the earpieces and I can probably communicate without having to communicate out loud through that earpiece, I'll, uh, I'll get some, you know, I'll, I'll regain all this information and try to relay it to Alexandre silently, but I'll just really use all those advantages to gain as much detail about that situation and make it look really dirty and nasty against him. Okay. Yeah, maybe you after you combine all of the information you find, it seems that the, the best answer you're going to get is that uh, his installation of these new maneuvering thrusters, uh, there seem to be some problems with it found after the fact in the wreckage uh, that they weren't installed properly. Um, and it was Onyx, Onyx Grex doing. Um, I will, um, and I'll add to that, to Alexandria, a little guidance. I'll let him know that we could probably leverage this for even more of a discount. And they let him know this info getting out of his bad installation and his bad parts might be bad for business. Uh, Nodded and understood. And, uh, yeah, and that'll be it. I'll do that while I'm closing the garage door and try to multitask it, and then I'll just be sitting in the corner trying not to gain too much attention. Okay, excellent. So, uh, in Alexandria, so that it for you is so you already have a boost, right, from your negotiation check in preparation yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll say with those five advantages, that's pretty considerable. I'll give you an upgrade, automatic upgrade on that check too. Any kind of negotiation with this guy, if if you okay. use that information, if that's brought up. So, whatever check comes after that, you'll get an upgrade. Okay. All right. So, um, you tell Honest Greg, you know, that you're ready to talk about the parts. And he says he, he points to the garage door and he says, oh, "Well, my friend, uh, the parts, the hover sled is is outside with two more of my contingent being." Guarded. Uh, if you would please open the garage door, I can bring them to the front, and then whatever you need, we can bring into the hangar here. Uh, I I thought we had already pulled all of his stuff in. Uh, he had his four guards with him, and then him. But there's like a massive hover sled with these these giant parts that you haven't seen yet. That's still um, he's claiming is outside. Okay. Um, I give the the nod for the door to be opened up. I open the door. All right, so with a, a hiss, the garage door opens up, and you see outside people walking to and fro. Nobody seems to have noticed anything going on. The private security guards um, now begin to push against the sides of the, the hangar as two more appear in that walkway in front of the hangar door, and on this large hover sled are uh, a bunch of different parts, but mainly you see these four larger parts set up on these crates on top of the hover sled. And Honest Greg um, goes out and, and brings the hover sled as close in, into the hangar as possible. It's kind of inside, It's it, we'll say it's partially in the hangar door, and he says, is this to your liking? Is this fine, sir, if we do our business from here? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, and uh, I nod to Atrox. Let's let's dig in. What do we need? Excellent. Well, first, let me show you 
the four pieces that we discussed in the Pod Racers Retirement. I'm sure these are the pieces that you will absolutely want to have on this racer in order to be competitive in the Grand Prix. Now, first, we have the Augmented Buffer, and he picks up this sizable piece, and uh, he goes over the different specifications of it and, uh, and, and tells you how easy it is to install and that he's made a few tweaks of his own here that will make it even better. Um, but when it's all boiled down, the base modifier for this is increases the vehicle's system strain threshold by one. It can be further modified uh, twice to increase the system strain threshold even further. So um, this system strain. So that's a different. That's going to yeah. be a different. Increases system strain. So it'll be it'll be like so system strain on this ship is basically like how strain works on the individual level. So um, if the ship is making tight turns or difficult maneuvers, it might cause it to receive system strain. And let me tell you, cloud car stats here. Um, currently, the system strain is seven. If that gives you any sort of idea, we could get it up to ten. Is you could get it up to ten if you if you complete the mods correctly. Yep. Okay. Oh, and same thing if you like push it past a hundred percent, right? Correct. You can push it. There's certain maneuvers or actions that you can do to push the ship to go faster than it's normally able to go, which we call system strain. So, Mike, should we consider, like, mechanics-wise, are each of these four things, like, an attachment to our speeder, and the enhancements you're talking about would be, like, mods on top of the attachment? That's correct. Okay, got it. So it works just kind of like my lightsaber stuff, where I can, you put it on, and we get one strain, but then I can make additionally increasing difficulty rolls to try and increase it even further. But once I fail, that's it. I can't go anymore. I can't touch it. That's correct. And um, there are a certain amount of hard points on a ship. Uh, and this one just has two. However, so we have to the, take two of these four. Well, uh, the hard points required for the augmented buffer is zero. And then hard points required for another one that we'll get to is also zero. So you don't have to worry about it. So even if you get all four, you still have. It, it still only counts as the two. So don't, you don't have to worry about that part. But yeah, so he holds this up and so he explains that this um, will allow your ship to take on um, more strenuous activity to push it past its limits. And he says it comes in at a mere 750 credits. Now, shall I show you the other wares or shall we discuss this one in particular further? Is this uh, the best model that you have? Of yes. a augmented buffer. Well, it's uh, an augmented buffer in itself doesn't really come from a, let's say, a manufacturer. This is something that's fashioned to assist in the existing systems of the, of the cloud car, in your case. Excellent. Let's move on. Excellent. We will take, we'll take it. Oh, amazing. And he, he placed it next to you, Atrock, or he maybe he hands it over to you. It's quite heavy. It's like a it's like a curved piece that'll fit underneath the cloud car along along the uh, leftmost car. And you say as you say to continue on, he he goes back and he, he says, oh, "This one, the repulsor lift enhancement, uh, it increases the output of a standard air speeder repulsor lift engine considerably. 
Vehicles with this upgrade deplete their fuel cells at a dramatically increased rate. Since most races are relatively short, though, in duration, and those that are longer have the opportunity to use a pit crew, this item is extremely popular, especially in your case. Now, this repulsorless enhancement, uh, let's see, well, again, is a custom make, so we'll just have to make some modifications to your lift. Now, uh, this one, out of character, base modifier, as a maneuver, suffer one system strain to add plus one maximum speed for a round. So, as a maneuver, you gain additional speed uh, past its current ability, which is top speed is four. So that could give you an edge in the race, although it's more dangerous to go top speeds and you take a system strain, so it's all kind of give and take. As a maneuver, suffer one strain to increase its speed by one. Correct. For one round, yeah. And, and, and how much is he trying to cheat us for? This one is uh, 2,500 credits, sir. Atrox's going to be tinkering around with it and, and look up at him and go, uh, yeah, I see. Okay, uh-huh, yeah, it's got the repulsor suite. Greg, is there any way that we could further enhance this one? Uh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid not. There's no further modifications to be done to it, um, as any increase in speed past this might completely blow the lift. And uh, quickly, out of character, what was, uh, what was the benefit of the maneuvering thruster again? We get one speed. This is the repulsor lift enhancement. Right. I missed the maneuvering thruster. I oh, we, we, oh we, haven't gone, we haven't gone over that one yet. Quite oh, yet. gotcha. Okay, sorry. That's okay. All right, shall I continue? Yes, yes, please do. All right, the next one we have is um, one that you might find uh, hard to consider, but let me tell you as a previous racer myself, one that is a must. Now, this is upgrading your firepower by simply attaching this to your weapon system you can increase the damage of your weapon by one standard deviation so the base modifier of this one increases the damage of one weapon system by one and in your case you do have a light blaster cannon um, that has a damage of four and has linked one does so it have can... a, a name the upgraded firepower. Um, it does oh. not. This again is uh, simply a an attachment to your to your ship Great. that would let let the heat not uh, coalesce so quickly. How much is he uh, ripping us off for? Oh, sir, a, a thousand credits is a steal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, let me speak of the maneuvering thrusters we have here. Now, a lot of experience I've had with maneuvering thrusters, and I can tell you that these Soro Sub Corner Tech maneuvering thrusters are the best on the market currently, and I've just managed to have the last one in Cloud City, I do believe. Now, these maneuvering thrusters, they're small thrusters that are attached to the exterior chassis of your vehicle and increase how responsive it is during flight. Now, using this will make your vehicle extremely agile. So you only want the best pilot to be flying it. And uh, out of character, this adds one to the vehicle's handling. So handling, for those that don't know, on all pilot checks, if you have a positive handling rating on your ship, you add that many boosts to the check. 
Your ship currently has plus one handling, so this would increase that to plus two. So you get two boosts on every planetary piloting check, which is what the race is uh, going to use. And All the right. only one that had uh, mods available on it was the augmented buffer, yes? It seems that way, correct. Now we can... Um, I would maybe... We could do some... some you know, some dark deals about uh, what kind of modifier do you think would be appropriate for some of these and then make it a little bit harder to attach that. Um, but we can get there when, when the time is right, when you guys are doing work on it. Okay. And he says, uh, now this maneuvering thruster is a thousand credits, only a thousand credits to make your vehicle that more, much more responsive to your pilot's gentle touches and maneuvers. So, for only 5,250 credits, you can have all four of these. That, again, I'm taking away the 5% uh, transportation fee, of course, which would have been, you know, an even 5,500. But 5,250 for these four, I believe, is quite the deal. Uh, these, are, uh, these are fine. We need to say, yeah, a truck double clicks is calm, which was the signal for pay the man and let's get installing. Uh, the, these are these are fine. Uh, we need an edge. Did you bring with you anything that uh, legal or illegal will provide us an edge? Uh, sir, I am honest, Greg. I don't do anything of uh, the illegal sort now. I mean, uh, who would you take me as? I couldn't name myself Honest Greg if that was the case. Now, if you want to push it, Alexandre, you can certainly do a, uh, I'll count that as a negotiation or a streetwise to try to, you know, elbow, however you want to do that, whatever you would say to kind of probe them here. Well, uh, honesty is... Judged by uh, your 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 peers, and uh, if they don't know about this, they still all think you're honest. Uh, we're paying top dollar here. You got anything extra? All right, so go ahead and make your negotiation or streetwise check, and you can add those modifiers to this if you would like. So it would be an upgrade, and I believe it was an extra boost, at least one. Um, my difficulty and the difficulty would be the same as for two red and one purple ah interesting okay he, so he he uh, looks around and he says something in uh, we'll say in Hutties to his private no, he doesn't speak Hatties. <laughs> he says something uh, in some uh, unknown language to his private security. And they they take the, the repulsor lift outside of the door while the parts are inside. Um, only two stay back while the other four step outside. And uh, he, lean, he walks towards you, Alexandria. He says, if you could please shut the door for a moment. I uh, nod at uh, Klepp. Ah, he said he'd be right back. 
No, I'm back. I'm back. I, I'll show oh, you. Oh, okay. And uh, he says, once the door closes behind him, he says, very good. Yes. Um, if I can trust you not to tarnish my reputation, I can certainly give you some insight as to on how to gain this edge that you speak of. Do we have a deal? Excellent, yes. Now, um, Stormhawk team and the Carbine Parade team, they have constant surveillance protecting their racing assets, we'll say as well as a vehicle staff present at all times in their vehicle base, just, I'm assuming, as you here have as well. However, it would be possible to sabotage their vehicles to give you the edge that you need. Now, I only say this because the parts that I have sold to you, again, at a bargain price, is almost all that I'm able to do to make sure that your racer here is able to stay in the game. Past that, it would be up to the others to either make mistakes on their own, or maybe mistakes could be trusted upon them, we'll say. So, well, I, was I think our uh, understood, Greg, honest, Greg, I, I think our, our deal is uh, complete here. My, Trust, honest, Greg, that the people that you have seen in this hangar do not exist in honest Greg's world. And I hand him the money. Or I hand him the credit checks. Yes, and he looks at the credit checks and says, excellent. Now, I just, one last warning, if you do decide to take my advice and sabotage the racers, the advanced security systems must be uh, bypassed, or at least you must hide yourself from them. And I would also warn you of possible security droids in these hangars. Now, if you were to sabotage anybody on this row here, these are more or less the public vehicle berths, um, or at least those who don't have high reputation as the racers that you're going to be, the top racers that you're going to be facing. They're much more easy, but they're not the ones that you have to worry about. But please, be careful, for if you're caught, and I know you said you would never say anything about Honest Greg, I would hate for that to somehow slip. How much did I owe him? Oh, a mere 20 or 52.50. Look at that, Pawn. The, the, the 150 that I was complaining about keeps me above 10,000. <laughs> 50 to 50 so i'm one zero zero one one zero one zero zero okay Excellent. well uh i i decided just so everyone is aware we had already done the damage with our threatening and uh now we have some stuff on him that we could investigate further if the heat increases on us. But I really wanted to talk to that old pilot and perhaps I could get that dude to come out of retirement by suggesting that we actually know who caused his career to end. And we have proof of that. 
So that that that's what my reason was for keeping that quiet. Roger. Oh, okay. And and just for my notes, that was the Stormhawk team, and I thought maybe you said one other team. Yeah, Carbine Carre, C A R B I N E, C A R R A E. I'll just type it out. Okay. Those are two quote unquote high end teams with high end pod racers and security with droids and all sorts of stuff. Yes, they would be some of your main competitors. Okay, um, Atrox and uh, Klep, I think the the map is yours. Is it yes, time to so, get to work? Yeah, Honest Greg takes his credits, uh, takes his security, and leaves. Now the despair. I I, I think for... I leave the hangar and I head over okay. to get Pawn and head to go meet that driver. Okay. Now Pawn had told her to meet at the hangar. Are you just going to oh, meet Pawn to bring okay. back here? Or... Never mind. I okay. take it all back. Go. <laughs> all right. Um, so with the despair, uh, this is going to be. I'm going to make this kind of privately. I'm going to let you see the role. Um, something's going to happen in the back end here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in Honest combat. Honest so. is totally going to fucking snitch on us. <clears throat> he has to be creative. <laughs> we should have killed him. Uh, what? He's going to send a note to the bounty creators for Aatrox Bounty and be like, he has fucking six horns. <laughs> Your picture only shows four. Okay. Uh, um. Ooh, Clet, what do you think about my idea of the uh, hacking the cloud car systems, the racer systems, and creating errors? Um. So the racers and creating system errors that will mess up the racers' cars during the race. Yeah, I've been trying to think of ways I could interact with the uh, enemy racers um, that would benefit us and I've been kind of stumped. I would have to set up a probably, I'd probably have to set up a, some sort of slicing booth or something in the hangar or something or somewhere close to the track. What if? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're going we're gonna to have to get into those hangars if we want to hack them, right? Yeah. Now, bear, uh, bear with me here, but what if we set up something like current, like earth rfid and hear me out on this so okay. in with rfid systems rfid tag like the security tag that they put in clothes clothes and you know cds and games and whatnot doesn't have any power so it's like undetectable unless you send the right frequency at it and then it sends back and then it can communicate and send back a response so what if we were able to sneak in there and on like the fuel line or the maneuvering thruster or something, we were able to put in like a quote unquote RFID enabled kill switch that wouldn't activate until or have any power to it. So it would be undetected by a scanner until it comes within range of the RFID antenna, which would literally be clapped. So he'd be standing at a leg of the race where when all the speeders went by him, any speeder that had this 
um, logic bomb in it, if you will, went past him, it would activate because it receives the signal from him and it would cut off their thrusters or, you know, maybe one of their engines. So they kind of to the left and it would only stay activated just long enough until it got out of range and then it would fall off or disintegrate or destroy itself and leave no trace. Uh, if we can do that, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we got a job I, I for am, Chippy uh, now. Get I'm in there. More yes. scared of a trucks than I was before. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Uh, we got a lot of mechanics checks here with these first parts. So uh, whatever I end up thinking of, I'll definitely get a trucks help on it. And sorry, I was working on something in the back end. Were was that a like an extra modification or something that you guys are talking about? Uh, a trucks was sabotaging. suggesting a sabotage. I. Oh, okay. And, uh, it, you know, we still have to get into the room to implement it, but it would be a, a method for which kind of do it uh, old on a spec. That, that's why I was suggesting hack the computer systems. Because um, you could, we could do that outside and would have to try and get past their security. Well, you'd have to get past their computer security and they, they may know have stuff going on for I, I don't know i was gonna say and the, also the thing there is anytime especially on cloud city you're dealing with something as high profile as this race where this many credits are on the line you can almost guarantee that if lando's around he's gonna have some credits on this race and if lando's got credits on this race that means lobot's eyes are on it and lobot is like <laughs> one of the best slicers in the galaxy so yeah i i mean i believe in clep but if it's if it's up um, to my decision to not have him go one on one with Lobot, I would probably hedge that. that <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm five steps ahead of Lobot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I like the confidence. I'm the best nice. in the galaxy. I, I'd contact Whisper Base and ask them for their opinion, but they got bombed by a TIE bomber. <laughs> hey, EMPs are not my specialty. <laughs> All right. So, so at this point, um, we'll, we'll say that. That interaction lasted about two hours. And um, so, Pon, you said you're going to sleep for four. Uh, and, and the next thing you want to be involved with is meeting Aramaro. If you guys want to work on the, the mechanics checks now, we can say that constitutes the rest of the two hours until Pon can join us. Or um, if you got, is there something else that you guys like to do before that? But I'd say we'd get her, get her going. Yeah, I'm ready to just start shotgunning these mechanics be, checks. Yeah, Shotgun. Nice. A, okay. Perfect. Be well, before we start shotgunning, uh, let's take a, a five minute break. Um, or uh, let's just say seven minutes at the top of the hour. We'll, we'll come back and do some mechanics. All righty. Sounds All
first one back. Technically you are, because I never left. Ah. I'm not the first one. Oh, good. I don't have to remind you to sit down this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right after that, whatever game I had next, I can't remember what group it was, to be honest. I think I said the same thing, and nobody reminded me, and I just stood the whole time. Not like out of, like, I mean, I just forgot is the thing. So, um, but yeah, after. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, awesome. I mean, it, and it's not even that hard. Like, so I love this thing because it's just, uh, I don't know what it's called. Just hydraulics? I don't know. But, like, I can just lift it, like, pretty easily. Like, I don't really have to mm -hmm. get off, but that's what I ended up having to do with them. It was, like, 11, 15 or something like that, and I finally realized it, and I just slowly sunk down into my chair. <laughs> so, yeah. And here we are. It probably has the same uh, the small pistons on it like you see on the back yes. of a, like, on some car hoods anymore, where you don't have to put the arm up. They just stay up. And like yeah, right, yeah. windows on SUVs when they can open just the window and not the whole mm -hmm. back door. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, that's a strut. S-T-R-U-T. Strut, oh, okay. Not piston, strut. I'd believe anything at this point. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, it is a piston. Like in the automobile industry, they like to be fancy, so it's called a strut. They're all struts, whether it's holding up the glass at the back of your hatchback, your hatchback itself, your hood, anything that acts as a piston to hold something up with a strut. Yeah, hey, they call them shocks and struts. <laughs> while we're waiting for the others, um, I was looking up the the rules on modding for uh, vehicle for vehicle parts. Or sorry, vehicle upgrades. And so it's the same rules. So like the first one would cost uh, 10,000, or sorry, 100 credits, but it would cost 10 times that much. So it actually costs 1,000 credits. And then the next one would cost 2,000 credits. And so that's as much as I think you guys would need to do is two modifiers for the augmented buffer or on anything else that you guys come up with. But keep that in mind. That's these, expensive. These, yeah, it's expensive. Because I thought in my mind, I was like, it can't be. I mean, it could, it could be. But I just wanted to confirm in the book uh, what that, what that was, and that's what it says. That Is there anything the same in the book that lets you spend like advantages to knock down the price? Since we're not really, there's no time to knock down in this sense, because True. mods are instant. You either win or you lose. Right. Yeah, I could, I could do that, especially with. Uh, with the cost being that high, like it'll be like the same with like a negotiation for advantage. Uh, I'll say like five percent for an advantage. Oh, all right, <laughs> that's what I do on normal negotiation checks. Eighty percent advantage. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, eighty percent free if I get a uh, triumph. <laughs> I would give you. I would give you a twenty-five percent advantage for a triumph. Mm, which, okay. which, if we equate, usually you can equate like three advantages to a triumph, really. Although, if you get three advantages, it doesn't mean you get a triumph. But um, uh, that's when it starts to overlap on what you can do. You can do like three advantages or a triumph, blah blah. blah. So, uh, 
in that case, a true one for one would be fifteen percent. But I'm down to do like I'm down to do like twenty five percent, if that's the case. May all your pillows be cold and your socks be warm. <laughs> that's, that's the greatest. <laughs> that's the greatest wish anybody has given me. I thank you. Um. All right. I think we're one. One talking. thing I wanted to ask about is like uh, how we were talking about uh, stealth generators and stuff on like apparel and armor. Um. I was looking that up, and I don't. I looked up on Fando, so I don't know what you would call uh, call the costs on those things. You could not find it on Fandom. Oh, I found it on Fandom, like a stealth field generator on like my armor, and then like a strength enhancer. But um, I didn't look for like smoke grenade. But, yeah. So as far as the cost, I mean, thirty eight hundred is the cost that it's showing. Yeah, so, on the stealth generator. Yeah, so you would have to roll. I mean, if you roll, this is restricted. You would have to get it somewhere that offers restricted items. But if you get advantages or triumphs, that can decrease the price there for you. Um, or I think I can't. Maybe Clip had something that automatically decreased prices by a certain amount, or maybe gave boosts if you're dealing with um, his friend down in. Market Row or Port Town, uh, so that might be able to help. Okay, smoke grenades only 100 credits. Yeah, so that's not bad. All right, so I think we have everybody back now. And on, sorry, I think we're going to go through some mechanics checks here. See, during your nap, but uh, right after that, we'll we'll jump into. Um, we'll just have you be at the hangar. Or we'll go through if you want to do anything when you wake up and then walking to the hangar to meet everybody and Theramaro. All right. Or upon anything you wanted to add on your end? No. No, I just want to ask about the cost and stuff like that. Cool. I'm good. Okay. That works. All right. So Honest Greg has left. And uh, so now you guys are here in the vehicle berth with your newly acquired modifications upgrades that you can put on the ship. Now attaching these are will require will require a check here. In one second I can find each one. So it's weird. Two of them say you do not need a check to attach it. So I will say it's not needed. So um, Atrock Alexandria Klepp, if you want to talk me through how you attach, again, no check needed, the augmented buffer and the maneuvering thrusters, just uh, kind of what kind of activities are you guys focusing on during this time before we move on to the others that require checks? <clears throat> Well, gentlemen, it looks like you got this well under control. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> That's what I do. Nice. Clep uh, uh, <clears throat> would uh, understand he has some knowledge, but would surrender the lead to Atrock and uh, be of assistance any way possible. <laughs> 
Okay. So, Alexandra, you are, uh, what, just kind of collapsed in the corner, just taking a nap there, or any seeking any refuge anywhere else? Uh, this is a warehouse, so I'm certain that there's an office with a large, high-backed chair that leans back very far. Got a cigar out. I'm just puffing away and nodding off. Perfect. Yeah, I'll we'll say in the back of the vehicle berth, there's a small office with a window. Maybe you can see outside, but everything in there is pretty worn. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's not like you're not used to things that are maybe worn out coming from the Rebellion or, or places like that. But it seems like Aaron Shin doesn't really visit this place that often. Uh, you can see dust all over the desk. And, and the chair, as you sit in it, kind of creaks from from maybe not being used in such a long time. Mm. Yeah, as, as you sit back there with your cigar, watching the, the guys go to work. Any other final thoughts there? Nope. Awesome. All right. Now, so um, I like what Pawn was saying, but just to clarify what he said, Greg told us that none of these modifications are illegal, right? So we can be as flamboyant with these as we want. None of them disqualify us or anything from the race, right? That's correct. Okay, perfect. I, I was just making sure. Um, yeah, no, I'm not. I don't say hide them to because they're illegal. I was saying hide them to just like, oh, they have a regular car that's unmodified because they don't see anything on the outside where they underestimate the car. Mm. May give us some advantage uh, of with, some kind. With, I agree with you, but with the waves our group has been causing, I don't think anyone's going to be underestimating us. <laughs> like getting drunk in bars and talking to like other racers. And like, I'm sure Greg spilled the beans on us. Um, just like he did about the other team that bought parts from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you catch that? <laughs> Doesn't look like they upgraded it, but I don't know. Wow! So no mechanics checks to attach all these, so we just get to attach all four of these, no problem. No, the, the first two, the augmented buffer and buffer and the maneuvering thrusters, do not require checks. The following two do. So. Um, Anything you want to kind of RP or narrate about the augmented buffer and the maneuvering thrusters as you install those, and then we'll move on to the others. Um, I'm going to say, like, it, those parts at least, they're like, you know, putting in a, an extra stick of RAM or something like that in your computer. So, you know, we just power the cloud, cloud car off, attach the, uh, the buffer, uh, or attach the augmentation to the buffer, and then attach like the little tiny maneuvering thrusters to the already existing thruster power line, and then wire the controls into the dash so that the pilots can operate the maneuvering thrusters. While watching the YouTube video on how to do that. <laughs> right, which is, exactly right, which is a Twi'lek with like a very low-cut V-neck, like talking in very <laughs> sultry Twi'leki. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so you guys are able to put in this augmented buffer and the maneuvering thrusters pretty easily. Um, so this, again, increases the system strain by one. So let me go ahead and upgrade that for you guys. And you should be able to see the storm car stats. Ooh. Um, I'd forgotten about that. 
So I'm going to increase the system strain by one from seven to eight. And I will say, if you guys want to go ahead and try to mod the augmented buffer, that's the one where you can attempt two mods to increase the system strain even further. Now, I would, I'll, I'll leave it up to your discretion as uh, GM. I would like to, since I have that one success from my battle meditation, I would like to apply that towards the repulsor um, life enhancement. Um, can I come back to the mod after I've used that? Or is it one of those, I attach the augmented buffer, I either do it or lose it on modding it? Um, the single success from your battle meditation? Talking about? Yeah, like I, I'll I'll use it on the first mod roll if I have to, but if if adding modifications to an installed um, attachment is something that you can return to later, I would much rather try to attach the repulsor lift enhancement first and use my success on that. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I would say during all of this, you would um, be able to use it just once. Yeah. But, but you can okay. yeah, you can use it at will, but you have to say before you roll the check, like, hey, I'm going to use the single success on this one. Well, in, in the interest of fairness, it says on your next check. So it would have to be oh, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. the next thing I check, which is why I asked, can I return? Or I guess I could always just install the enhancement first and we wouldn't have to worry about it. Right. That's true. However, however you want to go about it is fine with me. So let's go ahead with, uh, we'll in install the Repulsor Lift or Repulsor Life Enhancement first. Lift, okay. I probably typed that wrong. Yeah, Repulsor Lift Enhancement, absolutely. Um, so this is going to be just an average check. And so two purple check. And I'm going to... And that gets um, my intelligence correct. Yes, sir. Yes, if you are doing a... Uh, a skilled assist. Absolutely. And then make sure, Atrock, you've done some meditating. Make sure to add those in there. And um, anything else that you have. Your intellect is uh, five now, right, right Kleppy? Uh, yes, sir. Excellent. Okay. One day it'll be six. One day. Okay, All right, for, the, for the sake of making it interesting, I want to flip a point here. So oh, make that an average. Go ahead and do that. You that <laughs> Average plus yeah, one no, upgrade. Yeah. And I'm not even going to flip one back. Oh, that's confidence. No, he's flipping one back is what he's doing. <laughs> All right, so I have two automatic boosts because of my meditation from last time. Let me just make sure there's nothing else in here that I have up my sleeve. I didn't know if you saw that or not. See what? I'm sorry. I said, oh, he's flipping a point. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> he's like, I'm so confident. Do <laughs> you guys and want me to flip a point? Uh, that's, uh, uh, you can Go if you want. We, yeah. Like I said, we've t stereotypically not I, our points. I'll rely I, on I your, feel your like if Atrox felt the dark side working against him on this, he would probably laugh at it because of his overconfidence. All right. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. And if you're using battle meditation, just make sure you roll that <laughs> nice. before or after. There we go. 
Okay, oh, so I don't even know the... why there there are five oh, purple in there, and I have yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. why. That's in the, the dice bowl. See, that's why I never use the dice bowl. Hold on. All right. I reset that. There's also three extra yellows. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just completely reroll that. Yeah. Reroll it again. I like that, though. That looks, that looks like really that good. That's a really good roll. Oh, there. Plus an extra success. Probably. Okay. We didn't need it. Sure. But All it right. costs right. 15% less to install. So there's 100 and 200 and 150 credits saved. It's true. Oh, well, the this, this cost or no wait, wrong or... thing. That's a mod. Never mind. Yeah, this is for okay. the uh, actual this installation. Isn't costing us money. <laughs> no, you already purchased is, this. You, the you the advantage is so I can take it off. <laughs> you the you the uh, money bank. What hey, can Mr. I do? Money bags, come out here. <laughs> Just so we're we're clear, I'm smoking a ten thousand credit cigar right now, so we only 10, have a hundred credits. <laughs> <laughs> what did we pay Greg with then? No, you already paid Greg. He has ten thousand left. Already paid Greg. Oh, we got ten thousand left over. Jeez. I know. Yeah, man, we're balling. I, I, we really. I mean, we, we really fleeced that bank. <laughs> oh, we're we're gonna we be using a bunch of that for the stealth station. gear and the grenades and everything else. We are just committing fraud right now. That's what we're role playing. Yeah. The moment, the moment we're done with this thing, we need to leave. We are, did that we never never going to be able to set foot in Cloud City again. There are yeah, no. so many Alexandria, laws. Alexandria is going to have an obligation at some point during this uh, this campaign. Just a heads up, Alexandria. Uh -huh. There's gonna there's gonna be a, like a moment where we're fighting like some like wannabe Sith Inquisitor. Like yeah. everyone's gonna be knocked out. It's gonna be like this epic like Pone and Atrock are locked in Mortal Combat with him. Everyone's bleeding out on the ground. Like all of a sudden, this guy's gonna come out of nowhere and be like, "This is for the Zerka Corporation on Cloud City." <laughs> And like start opening fire on us. <laughs> <laughs> we finally stars. found you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is yeah, a success. So um as a maneuver, suffer one system strain to add plus one maximum speed for one round. So let's see, in these there's not much of a note section here. So if somebody wants to make a note of that, whoever thinks they're gonna be tied in pretty well to the race. I don't know if somebody's going to be... You need a co-pilot as well, by the way. Um, I will. You know what? If Atrox became a co-pilot and was the co-pilot, uh, Atrox could use battle meditation to give one, if not two, successes by the time we get there to every single check the pilot makes if I roll my force dice high That is correct. Because we I would be within short range of each other. And you have mechanical prowess. And I could do any repairs. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm and it would save us a shit ton of credits. We wouldn't have to pay out somebody else. I agree. Well, now you're talking my language. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're a great candidate. And you can jump off the flying speeder and land on another speeder and then stab it with a lightsaber. Oh, my That's God. We'll end season two pro. like we ended the prologue. Yeah. Uh, and then jump back into our light, our speeder and... Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I only need. Six, I have to six, put it into perspective. I have six experience left over. I only need twenty experience to get strength, which means I can spend two force dice to add one additional automatic um, success to affected characters' checks. So if I don't use it on um, range, I don't. Would you say we're within engaged range of each other, sitting in the um, seat? In the yeah, I would say that's fair. Oh, yeah, okay, so, good. So then, right. as long as I got three, 
um, force dice, whether, you know, of not whatever they are, I could give two automatic successes to our pilot. Nice. And I only need 14 more experience to be able to pull that trigger. Nice. All right, so your starship, I've made a note as well in my personal notes that you now, as a maneuver, suffer one system strain to add plus one maximum speed for one round. So someone please note that down in some manner. Yep, I got a big um, check mark next to it. I already put it all in my notes. All right, awesome. So the next one is upgraded firepower. And this is a hard mechanics check. So it's three purple. So very common practice on starships and in more violent, less reputable races. Upgraded weapons are actually something of a liability in Cloud City, in the Cloud City Grand Prix. Given that the destruction of enemy vessels is strictly prohibited, overly powerful weapons can result not only in disqualification, but prosecution as well. Wow. So, uh, yes, keep that in mind. I was curious. I'm like, can I think we actually fire upon each other during the race? Yes. It is, uh, it is not... It is frowned upon, but also encouraged by, like, the culture, if that makes sense. Yeah. Is there a way to make it an EMP, EMP shot instead of a... Uh... So, so instead of blowing them out of the sky, you want to disable them so they crash into somebody's building? <laughs> Uh, well either way i mean blowing them out of the sky or making them crash like that that could be a uh a mod if you know i could agree with that if you want to try to mod the upgraded firepower to have like a stun or an ion setting instead of a stun setting is there is there could we make it i I don't know if this would have to just be like an ad-libbed mechanic like a homebrew rule that it would you know, just like cause a power fluctuation in the engine or something like that. Because like you normally, like if you had ion weapons, you'd have to like hit a number of times and do a significant amount of damage before you could like disable a ship. Yeah, it would go towards their system strain. So that's where the system strain comes back in. Your ion, just like pushing your ship past its limits, we'll call system strain. Ion will cause system strain on it as well. And ultimately, if you your system strain goes over the threshold, then your ship is floating in space. Is there such a thing as breach on weapons? Off for ships? Um, yes, I think it's called something. It's, I think it's still called breach. Yeah. Okay, because so question, question for you, Mike. Instead of... Uh, let me get back to my notes here. Instead of upgraded firepower, how many teams are there? How many racers are there? There will be... Uh, I mean, there, there's going to be probably more than a dozen racers, but as far as we're concerned, there's going to be two or three main competitive pilots that we're going to focus on. Okay. Can, with, with Aatrox's advanced knowledge of um, kyber crystals and, like, weapons systems, etc., could I, perchance, talk you into modifying upgraded firepower to be like destructive firepower which increases the weapon damage by one adds breach one but it can only be fired one time before the weapon system is rendered inoperable until repaired but so like you shoot so you fire this weapon but then it just crashes is that what you're saying yeah like if you've ever read the um the Darth Vader comics where like Jocasta new turns her lightsaber into a literal gun. And like, she can only fire it so many times before it literally like blows up her like, like lightsaber and everything blows up. 
something like that to where like I, it's not so much it's upgraded, but I overcharge it. So it can only be fired once oh, okay. before the weapon system literally like melts, but yeah, you yeah. get reach on it. So it's just super hot to where it literally melts the weapon housing. You could use it up until that point, and then you could like overcharge the weapon. It would give it the breach quality. Not even like a one shot deal. We can fire our weapons one time. If that's what you would like to do, then we can certainly make that a mod. Yeah. I I think with everything else we have going for us, instead of playing this whole like, oh, dude, the cloud cards have shields. Uh, The cloud cards do not have shields. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember back to my. uh, they have armor, which is where Breach would come in. They have armor too. I think okay, I like would... the, I think I like the ion cannon better. You can pretty shoot them. You won't necessarily knock them out of the sky, but you'll put strain on their car. And then, like eventually, you know, when they try to make a tight turn, their car will just break because you put too much strain on them before they made that turn. If their strain was high enough to begin with, if you know they make that turn and they have eight of 13 strain like what what's the best possible result we could hope for on a single ion shot how much strain would we realistically look at adding to any given cloud card let's say the ion cannon would be not a one-shot thing though right i mean yeah but we can only shoot once every turn and then, uh, and then that would also hamper our own movement too. So instead of being able to like double move, we'd be able to move and shoot, which would you know take our our band movement down fifty percent each turn we have to shoot. Well, the movement occurs differently with ships like this. So you're especially because you have a gunner. So the move the pilot would focus on the movement of the ship itself and, and the piloting checks, while the gunner can operate the guns and any oh. co-piloting that would be needed so um in the race people move depending on their speed so depending on how fast you're going and it's cumulative so you want to if you think about it like say you have 10 turns total you want your total speed to be faster than anybody else's over those 10 turns but you don't want to to do like you don't want to go so fast every round that your ship is going to push past its strain threshold or crash into something, you know. So um, it's a balance they have to they have to meet, and the other player, the other racers are gonna have to uh, balance that as well. And you can. I see our cloud car has eight system strain uh, threshold. If they if if everything is comparable to us, and somebody else happens to get the augmented buffer and gets perfect rolls on it and gets plus three more strain. That's a maximum of 11 strain you're looking at. Mike, what would, what will we be looking at with a, with a regular ion shot and a hit on their system or on their cloud speeder? How many system strain in a, on an average hit would we be looking at adding? So your normal light blaster cannons would do four damage. Now, I don't know if that would translate directly to like the ion I think it would is my assumption. Like if you die, if you guys did like a mod to change it to ion, that's how it would do it. So that's the base damage. So any successes would add additional damage to that. So if you get one success, which you have to to do any damage, it's automatically five damage. Um, and then with linked one, if you get two advantages, you can actually double that immediately. So potentially, if you get one success, two advantages, that is a total of ten damage. Um, then you're going against two armor, 
That's reduced to eight. Yeah. Okay. And I would have to be using, I'm assuming if, if Atrox was sitting next to him, uh, the pilot at least, I'd have to be using gunnery checks, which I only have two green on, so those aren't the best thing I have to do. That's correct. Yeah. Gunnery but if I rolled good. high enough on my force die, I could potentially give myself one to two successes automatically. Right. And you have the aim maneuver. You can essentially just do every time if you if you really want. Okay, yeah, I, I think I agree with that. I think Ion is the best way to go, if you guys agree. Sounds good. So let's let's keep going with just getting the upgraded firepower on here, and then we'll move on to the modifiers. So I need a three purple mechanics check. You got it. And all the same things should apply. Oh, nice. Ooh, All right. Nice. So, successful. Oh, a triumph. And you have a triumph here. So, I'm going to go ahead and increase the damage by one. So, that takes the damage from four to five. Whoa. Oh, nice. wait. That wasn't for the triumph. That was just. Right. That's just the normal base modifier. Increase the damage of one weapon system by one. Gotcha. And then you have an advantage and a triumph here. So, what do you think? What, what could I have used the three advantages from my last roll on? That's true. Yeah, we haven't even discussed that. So the last roll, that was for the pulsar lift enhancement, which had to do with the um, increasing your system strain by one. For Sorry. As a maneuver, suffer one system strain to add plus one maximum speed for one round. Um, three advantages. I would let, I'll allow you to like riff on that and kind of propose something if you want that you get like can modify it in some way related to that or um if you wanted to gain some sort of bonus in a future check i mean you could do that as well could i use all three of them to make the repulsor lift enhancement a little more dangerous but a little more efficient and then as a maneuver suffer two strain to increase speed by two and call it like a repulsor lift booster. Yeah, that is dangerous. Now, as I'm going to remind you how, or just tell you in the first place, if you haven't uh, heard this yet, how the piloting checks work. It's based off your silhouette and your speed. So for every piloting check that they're going to do, it's you're going to take the, the ship silhouette, which in this case is two, then the speed is going to be your... Um, the other element to that. So just like you guys have like your characteristics and then your ranks and your skills, it's going to be your speed and then your silhouette. So if you have a silhouette of two, let's say you're going to speed of four, which is the maximum of this cloud car, then your check would be two red and two purple. That means the faster you go, the more purple you're adding to that, right? So it would be two red if you're going, let's say, speed five, which you could do if you suffer one system strain. You would do two red and three purple. Speed six would be two red, four purple. So if you want to take two system strain to add plus two to your maximum speed for a round, you can certainly do that. But I just wanted you to be aware by doing that, the pilot's check would be that much more difficult. Which might be fine. But it could be basically, it could basically be like our nitrous. Like, yes. you know, we're at the, with, we're at the very end we're at system speed three or four. We can't catch within one turn the person in front of us, but 
Less we hit that idea. and we go system, you know, we go to five or six speed, take four strain because we have it and we're able to beat them across the finish line. Yeah. And if you got, as long as you guys are aware of that, I didn't want to surprise you and say, yeah, you're going to do that. But also I'm going to jack up the uh, difficulty. Yeah. Totally cool with that. And you could do either one. You could do one system strain to add plus one or two system strain to do plus two. Sound well, one, one to add one is the default. Yes. I'm saying now with the three advantages, you can push that to two if you wanted. So you can kind of. Yeah. How about this? Conversely, scenario. could I maybe make it a, a refined repulsor lift enhancement? and change the verbiage so it says, as a maneuver suffer one strain to increase speed by one, may spend two advantages to suffer no strain. So that if our pilot check roll is high enough, we can spend two advantages to not suffer that strain. Yeah, I like that. What, what like do you guys that. think? I'll, I'll leave it to the group. I like that second um, one. Art. I like that. Second one, I, I kind of like the speed burst at the end. What, what was the second one? Basically, since we're hiring, we're spending the money to hire like the best pilot we can find. I, I wanted to kind of play to that and leave the verbiage as is, as a maneuver, suffer one strain to increase speed by one, but then add like an asterisk to the end and say, you may spend two advantages to suffer no strain. So if the pilot's roll is good enough and they have two advantages, they can increase speed by one with suffering zero penalty. We could be potentially lasting longer in the, in the, in the fight. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And we could potentially go much faster out of the gate without suffering as much of a penalty as all the other racers would. Be. Yeah. Okay. And if we're using our ion cannons or if we're using ion cannons, if we go fast, they're going to have to go fast to catch up to us, which means what? They're going to get system strain, which means we won't have to hit them as hard with our ion blasters to enable or uh, disable them. Excellent. All right. I like it. All right. So that's the um, three advantages for the, uh, the repulsor lift enhancements. The upgraded firepower, we still have a triumph and an advantage. So what do you think? Any ideas from the team here? Maybe make the uh, check to turn it into an ion easier. Add an upgrade or a couple boosts or something like that. Oh, for the the custom mod that you guys were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. How can we can we spend? Ooh, can we spend the triumph on? Um on adding like a um or maybe having clep since clep assisted me maybe as as atrox tinkering around getting the upgraded firepower like the cannons the refinements to the cannons done and clep's assisting clep happens to see like the circuit board that controls the firing sequence and it's something he's super familiar with and he knows how to add a targeting subroutine to it which decreases the difficulty check by one on any shots made with this cannon. Um, yeah, can, that sounds good. I can, instead of decreasing the difficulty, I can give an automatic boost. I'll, I mean, I'll take a boost. Yeah. 
Yeah, the boost, okay. sure. And that's on eight. That's on every shot from from the cannon. Okay, perfect. And then with the advantage, can we just change it to ion damage instead of energy damage? Or does that need to be another roll or something different entirely? Um, yeah, I think between the two, that's fine. You have, let me, in the cloud car system, um, so under special, I'm just adding ion, okay? So that's going to be there. And then under, there should be a modification. Let's see. I'll put 1B in the dice in that weapon section. Does everybody see that? Or does anybody see that? I don't know if anybody's looking at it. But on the store. Uh, I can't, I can't see. It's un under the uh, vehicle sheet. Yeah, the vehicle sheet. Here, actually, I can just show it to everybody. If you scroll down to the weapon section. And oh, that. Dice, oh, okay. I was looking yeah. on my character's vehicle sheet. Sorry. On a different vehicle sheet. <laughs> Good test here. Okay, yep, there you go. So the automatic boost added with your two gunnery and ion. Okay. Oh, that does do that. Okay, good. Sorry, I was just checking. Nowhere in the modifiers in the little question mark does it say you can do 2A to add two automatic advantages. But Correct. Can. So I was just making sure. Okay, excellent. All right. Okay, cool. So that is the upgrade of firepower. Um, so now you have all of the, the, the pieces that you bought, the upgrades that you bought added to the ship. Now going back to the augmented buffer, you do have two modification options uh, to increase the system strain by one more, both cases. Um, now this would, the first one would be a hard mechanics check and it would cost a thousand credits. It would be for like the parts uh, needed to, to make the modification. And the second one would be four purple daunting and be 2000 credits. I think I think is worth it, boys. I know Atrox looks over at um, at uh, the money man. And he goes, "Hey, uh, Alexandre, I think I can uh, get some extra power to this augmentation buffer, but the energy matrix is going to need to be upgraded, and uh, I'm going to have to disassemble this whole subroutine and then this chassis to get at it. It's probably going to cost me no less than three thousand credits to do it, but I could potentially reinforce the hull." to let us have a lot more resistance when we're making sure turn. I uh, literally understood none of what you just said. <laughs> uh, here is, here is 5,000 credits. <laughs> Atrox takes the credit chips, looks them in his hand, and he goes, I, uh, I, I appreciate it, but... Um, uh, like I said, I only need maximum of 3,000. And you gave me five, which is two more than I needed. So here you go. And he adds it back 2,000 credits and turns around and goes back to the ship. But, but he's not paying attention and he hits himself on an overhang as he's trying to be cocky and walk away. <laughs> Ding. Oh. Exactly. Like the stormtrooper walking into the Death Star uh, control room. Tunk. All right. Um, so. I was on an airfield, Kodiak, Alaska, 
I was probably 14 or 15. I was on a youth group trip. We're getting ready to get into a prop plane, fly some big group of high schoolers. And I was making fun of this person, one of the kids there, I think, girl. And I said something dumb, and I thought it was hilarious, and a couple of my buddies thought it was hilarious. And I turned around, and I just whacked shit out of a wing forehead oh. and just knocked my ass right on the ground. <laughs> that's, that's that's like exactly what Atrock does. And then he just, on his back on the ground, goes... I meant to do that and starts like puts his legs up at a curve or like a bent position and starts dragging his heels across the floor to scooch him underneath the cloud car. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like really sad and pathetic because it's a very glossy floor and his boots are very slick. So you just Uh... like, and he's like six feet away. His heels every time. Yeah. He's like a comical distance away from the underside. I love, all right. Well, after you get the money, uh, we'll say you're narratively able to to get the parts um, delivered in the in the time span that we're talking here in the next two hours. And uh, as you're doing that, go ahead and make the three purple difficulty mechanics check for the first mod, which increase the system it's strength. Three by one. purple for the first one. So, yep, it's hard. I'm actually looking at it right now to make sure. Got it right, but uh, and actually, I have a uh, handout here for it. I believe you. I was just surprised that it was that hard for the first one. Yeah, the first one's three purple, and then it increases. (laughs) A revolver. (laughs) Uh, Creativity. Let me look over my. uh, Let me look over my skills really quick and make sure I don't have anything that can help on this. Let's see. Uh, the creativity of nerds making a revolver out of a laser gun. Uh, you know what? <laughs> hey, Mike. Yeah. So. Oh, actually, you know what? Um, hadn't we discussed at one point that I could use if there was no black dye. I could use Gearhead to give myself an automatic boost. Yes. Okay, perfect. So I haven't been doing that. So I definitely need to add that in this time around. I knew I was forgetting something. Um, conversely, uh, workshop with me here. So I have, because I'm trying to use my armor smith talents more, because I never use them. I have imbue item, which the... Um, the raw, if you will, says, as a maneuver, suffer one strain and commit a force die to grant one weapon, piece of armor, or item an improvement while committed, and then suffer one strain every four, uh, round force die remains committed. Now, as an aside, I have in my items a toolkit, um, which just lets me, without penalty, like make mechanical repairs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If I imbue that, since it is an item, with an improvement, what kind of improvements could I give a toolkit that might help me on a modification check? Mm. So usually that's talking about a weapon or a piece of armor or a ship, something like that, where you can improve your defense rating or the damage output or the um, like the pierce quality. 
critical rating, you can decrease it, uh, things like that. So as far as the tool kit, which doesn't inherently have any like stats, uh, I don't know. Like, I, w- I would argue maybe if, you know it could give you a. I'll give you a boost dice for it. Is it just a is it a force die roll, and then you have to commit it? It is. Conversely, and I don't know how this would work um, without. I, I don't. I don't want battle meditation to be game breaking. So if I overstep or I make it too op, feel free to tell me to pound Sam. But could I enter into a battle meditation state just for myself and roll force die before I roll a check? If or you know for, I'll, and I'll make this fair. Because usually it's just, well, it's for that encounter. So what would an encounter? Well, it would be, it would be um, till your next turn. So yeah, it would be like every check you make, you could make a battle meditation check before it to see if you gain uh, success. And now if if I'm not moving or attacking, can I do a battle meditation check and then a mechanics check? And that's like my movement and slash attack or whatever. Or would I have to use my call upon the force, suffer three strain to do both in one turn, and I could only do it once a session? It's really built for a combat scenario. But, I mean, I would say in this case, if you just roll it before every time you make a roll, then pretty much the outcome is, do you take conflict or strain to add a, a success for using battle meditation? So I'm okay with that. Okay, so, then I will I will do that then. I will be stationary underneath and as as I'm doing the couplings or whatever, I kind of enter in enter myself into the force. I think about the uh the holocron Ulit Keldroma and his teachings on ancient um technologies and and how power flows not just through the body and the living force but through all things mechanical and biology or biological and and the force shows me almost like a a patchwork pattern of how the energy is flowing it like Mm. glows Mm. and now watch i'm gonna roll and get like nothing (laughs) make sure you roll your force die before that too I have to click out. Ah, oh, dang it. Okay, there we go. You'd like that two and one, huh? Right? I mean, it's very Atroc. Like, there's <laughs> like the Sour Patch Kids. First, they're salty, and then they're sweet. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you have enough for a success there. So, if you want to make your right. three purple check to try this first mod. Um, and I'm going to correct myself just... here. It looks like every subsequent mod does not increase from like 100 to 200 it's just an additional 100 or in this case a thousand so it would be 1100 or a 1200 for the second mod i don't know it would be it would be 1000 for the first mod and then just 1000 for the second one 1000 for the third one instead of 1000 2000 3000 oh got it okay good well, that's going to put egg on my face when I have to go give uh, Alexandre another thousand credit chip back. Yeah. He's like, hey, look. <laughs> Scoot across the floor and go back again. He's not even going to say anything. He goes, actually, I miscounted. Or uh, you miscounted. Five minus two is two. And, he's, and I kick the other thousand credit chip back across the floor at Alexandre's feet. 
All right, here we go. I got it. Uh, three. Okay, three purple, and I have my three boosts, and I'm ready to go. Here we go. I'd say flick a force day. But that's just me. We have, yeah, you know what? The session's almost over, and we got three, so I will use a light side on this. Now, I don't have to do anything on my end. That automatically applies it, right? No, you have to add an upgrade. Okay. Make sure, make there sure we you get that up. Yep. Oh, oh, hey, nice. Here, so uh, you have increased it by another point. The system strain. All right, and, and that's what five, ten, fifteen, twenty percent off. Uh oh, of the parts. Yeah, yes, you can absolutely do that. So twenty. Or conversely, what else could I use? Could I use those as boosts on the next mod check? Or yeah, what else I would say I you could use all four for like two boosts. I wouldn't say one boost per advantage, but uh, if you okay. wanted to to do that or to do it like last time, you can add a little flavor to the mod um, if you want to make it. Ooh, make it I'm feeling different. flavor to the mod. Uh, <laughs> anyone have anyone have any ideas? This is to the weapon mod. No, this is to. So this is to buffer. the augmented buffer, which inherently it already increased our system strain by one. So this success of a mod increases it by another one. So now it's a total of plus two for this um, attachment. But I got four advantages. So what else outside of another straight strain could we possibly do? Um, I, think, what I would think in terms of like talent like in a talent like something it would be fun that you could activate something like during the race that would have well, to that's do with what, system strain that's what i was gonna say what about okay. um maybe uh maybe we can save that for after we interview and or hire a pilot maybe they could tell us something that would Im help them out that could work that could or, work mike if if we could work on something if we could make it like a cooled or uh, like augmented buffer cooling or cooled augmented buffer where like once per session activate cooling system to reduce system strain by one or something like that one or two or something you know that's great i think two would be a little much unless i get this fat of a roll on the next mod i would say um you could do a talent like Flip a uh, like flip a point and decrease the system strain by two. I'd be okay with that. Or flip a force or, point. Yeah, flip a force point to Ooh. decrease system strain by two. Uh, you can only do that maybe like once for the race. Right. I'm I'm okay with that, but I'm also okay with Alexandre's um, suggestion. I mean, whatever you guys want to do. And what was repeat that one? What again? was my suggestion? <laughs> it was to add a specific talent. For oh, our yeah, pilot, yeah. Inter tied interview to the the pilot, and maybe we could learn something of their skill set and and uh, um, add that in. Maybe I, we I could combine know. the two, like it's like fluid flush or whatever. And because the pilot used to be a mechanic, they know how to flush the buffer fluid, which um, you know, like flushing your radiator fluid or whatnot when it's overheating it would cause us to lose system strain, but it can only be flushed once a turn. And to flush it, we'd have to flip a force dot. Yeah. Or, and I don't want to, yeah, I keep talking about the same thing, but 
um, if for the pilot, because I like that idea. And in the same vein, I'm kind of thinking back on the on the force point thing. But say on like a piloting check or a if you're making a mechanics check for any reason, could spend, let's say, you're not supposed to be able to to heal system strain like you do normal strain. Like an advantage doesn't get rid of system strain. But maybe uh, you say th- like three advantages could heal your system strain. Or what about three advantages could um, be exchanged for a success on a piloting check? Yeah, it would have to. I would like it to be something involved in system system okay. train here. Yeah, since that I, I like the three advantages can take down two strain. Would that be that, once that, for the entire race? I would say you could do that repeatedly, but it was it would only be through piloting checks, and what she does, she would have to do every round or a mechanics check that you make for any mechanics check. Like you know, you whatever you're doing, you find a way to uh, cool this buffer off. I, I like that. What do you guys think? I I think that's a solid yep. deal. Sounds I like good. that. Mary All right, so uh, so spend three advantages on any pilot or mechanics check to reduce system strain by two. Yes. Yep. Is it reduced by two or reduced by one? I think uh, two. Two. Okay. Definitely. There's a lot of things you could do with three advantages, and so at least that's a contender. I don't want to make it not usable, I guess. Um, our, okay, our, and yeah. then so now we got uh mod number two, so it's a thousand, another thousand credits, and then it'll be four purple for the uh difficulty. Okay, um, before I do that, I'm gonna roll my battle meditation one last time. At this point, I'm going to say Atrox is exhausted, and I'm going to like narratively say no more battle meditation the rest of the session because this is his first time really using it. In fact, you guys just might hear snoring from underneath the. <laughs> After this, I'm done. <laughs> Same result. All right, four purple. Here we go, boys. Now, we used all four of those advantages for that, or. Yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. so. That's a pretty okay. strong. That's, yeah, that is. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fine. I just want to make sure I got. And I'll take it. That's a mechanic that we shouldn't even realistically have to be able to reduce system strain in the middle of a match, and that could make a major. Uh, if we get the three advantages, could turn the tide. All right, four purple. Uh, we have two points left. I'm gonna flip one because I think we're coming to the end of the session anyways, and this is a pretty major. Getting... I'm holding back right now because I. I... <laughs> I know you are. I was. I was wondering if you were going to. <laughs> All right. He's waiting for a truck or Alexandre. He's waiting for Alexandre on the. For him to roll. <laughs> yeah, when he starts talking to somebody. Uyaka. All right. So you got advantages there. So you're able to increase system strength to ten total, and you do have two advantages. So uh, we're kind of like minor. We we can either just af- maybe affect uh, what we already have here. Like you could, maybe we could add flip a force point, spend three advantages, or flip a force point. 
yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with that in case the for, advantages aren't coming up for us. Yeah, and I would maybe say, you know, flip a fourth, and you could only flip the force point once for the race. For so it'd encounter. Be like a, or race, yeah, whatever. Uh, encounter, yeah. Or you think that's fine for the two advantages? Yep. Yeah. Yep, I like it. I feel like we're, we're gaining some edges. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I feel better and better. <laughs> Rookie pilot, we need to give her all what she can. Just throw them on, yeah. Maneuvering thrusters were were able to uh, install without a check. Is uh, is there any tinkering I can do? Atrox feeling hot right now. Is there any tinkering I can do to <laughs> maybe increase the any anything on the maneuvering thrusters? I want to vehicle handling. So, yeah, I would say um, for three. It would be the first mod to the maneuvering thruster, so it would be three purple with thousand for another thousand credits. Uh, you could add one one more your vehicle handling, making it handling total of two. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think that's you, worth you, it, you guys. Wait, Alexandra, give me that thousand dollar, that thousand credits back. A truck, a truck, like whispers, like force whispers to Pone. Quick, use your force hand and slide that credit chip back this way. <laughs> How much do you need? Just like, just like, Pone just being an ass, just like Aatrox scooting under the cloud car, like he drags the credit chip along the floor. <laughs> All the way back. How much, uh, how many credits? It would be 3,000 total, which is exactly what we thought it was going to be. But you, oh. but you initially gave him. Was, uh, yeah. Well, no, I gave him five. Oh, yeah, but he gave and, back yeah, two. And then I gave back two. Okay. All right, so, here we go. Three purple, and I can't use my battle meditation, so this is just... I'm going to flip a, a point on this. Oh, one. there it is. I knew it. <laughs> I knew the second I said I was going to do something, that's what was going to happen. All right. So, I'll go flip yours, too. <laughs> so I add an upgrade to the right side, yes? Correct. That's correct. All right, here we go. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> okay, wow, this is like the only one where battle meditation would have saved you two. <laughs> I know, right? Oh well, them's the breaks. So, uh, for the despair, we're gonna say that uh, we're, we're gonna say, well, one, it didn't succeed, so you weren't able to adjust the maneuvering thrusters to increase the handling of the ship. Um, for the despair, it seems that uh, the ship itself trying to make any more modifications to these is starting to like maybe you made that you did the tinkering and started it up to see if if that would have worked and it seems that it's starting to overheat the system in a way that uh, any further like pushing mm. any more modifications or upgrades have a chance a better chance of mm. basically decommissioning the ship as a whole so uh, in that, I'm going to say any further checks is going to increase difficulty by one. Anything else? So it's not impossible, but uh, it is more difficult. So uh, three advantages there. So what do you think you might achieve? You don't increase the handling, but three advantages to do what? Uh, I don't. I'm. Um, I guess. Reduce the cost of putting it in by fifteen percent to save us one hundred and fifty credits. Yeah, sure. Nice. What, what about uh, 
add a boost die to handling checks. Well, that's it's not a handling. Handling is a boost die to piloting. Checks. Oh, okay. So okay. it's not a check in itself. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, unless anyone else can think of anything, I just say 150 credits off. And you could say that you know the parts you didn't complete the mod because you could tell that was pushing it too far, and you were able to uh, recover some of the parts and use them elsewhere, or return them, or something. Sounds good to me. So we would have used to our uh, bookkeeper. We used a grand total of two thousand eight hundred and fifty credits of what you had left over after paying Brett. Okay. You gave him three. He used two thousand eight fifty. All right. Awesome. So anything else from Flip, Alexandre, or Atrock during this time? And then we're going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to take a, like a two-minute break just to use the restroom. Then we'll jump into one last encounter here before we call it a session. Anything else that you guys want to cover on the modification side? Nope. Nope. No, sir. All right. This yeah, is looking pretty was, good. Uh, that was Atrock's gig. I got nothing. <laughs> nice, just just to sleep with the cigars. Oh I want to say, like yeah. Alexandre was like the grizzled old veteran, like Atrox trying to concentrate, and he's over there, like you know, this one time in this fight above Ord Mantell, <laughs> our T sixty five X wing took a hit to the starboard warp nacelle. Oh I'll tell God. you, if I didn't see an astromech that was able to, <laughs> and he's trying to like work, and he's like, uh huh, uh huh, God, ah, dang ferret, uh huh. Okay, Alexandre. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> exactly what I was doing. Nice. So, <laughs> so what we're going to do, upon when you awaken from your nap, um, and I'm assuming you're heading down to the hangar in time to meet Theramaro. Anything yep. you want to elaborate on during that time, or is, or is he just taking his way no. down to the hangar? No, just sleep, wake up, go to the hangar. Excellent. So what we'll do is, if you don't mind, we'll take just like two or three minutes real quick and then come right back and uh, we'll meet Theramaro at the hangar. Would uh, I know... Oh, you're gone already. Never mind. So, <laughs> so, I'll, I'll, I'll just wait. I, I'll remember my... Right, I'll be right back. Make him hold it. No. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. And back. Do you have a question? Um, it, it was just along the line of um. Uh, what was my thought? Oh no! <laughs> you said I remember it. Don't worry. I know I did, and then I thought of about eight other things. Right. Oh well. Bomber. It was not important. See, was it about? Uh, so Pom was sleeping. He's going to come down to meet meet Thera tomorrow. About modifications. No, C- definitely not. Cigar hanging out. Uh, modifications. Yeah, can't remember. I I think it was. Um... to do with the pilot i sorry move on i think it's pawn's scene we'll wait for him to get back here oh i know what it was is um you know we have this meeting with the pilot lined up um i wanted to make sure that um we could say that the pilot shows up either at the tail end of Aatrox installing everything or as Aatrox is finishing installing everything so that um, they can view like this pretty awesome machine that we have built. built. And uh, uh, can can they go on like a um, a ride, a hidden ride somewhere that we could see what they can do or is there a place where we yeah. can watch them do stuff yes someone... i think that was uh the plan was kind of test her out and let her i or drive the uh the racer that's kind of like a an audition yeah. you guys okay there's a place where that could happen yeah yeah outside of the, the vehicle berth so just like in like a storage unit let's say but like a, an inside storage unit for vehicles um You'd be able to fly it out or have it moved out to kind of a, a raised platform on the side of Bestman City where you can take out for spin. Absolutely. That would be the kind of like the main idea behind these vehicle hangars that you guys are occupying now is that they're meant for for this type of maintenance and upgrading and able to access the city from there yeah all right do we have everybody back was atrock or clip atrock is here i'm back all right perfect so uh pon will say that you reached I'm the <laughs> do my icon oh oh my i mini- had your yeah, I already have your icon right here. Oh, I was going to say, I'm Mini Pawn. Yeah, look at that oh, little tiny pawn. Yeah, mini yeah. Pawn and Mini Pawn. This pawn is actually huge. But yeah, Pawn, as you enter, you, you enter as, uh, before Theramar gets there, you enter as Aatrox is maybe still underneath the ship, um, trying to figure out this last modification. As you walk in, you see Klepp and Aatrox at work. You see Alexandre 
maybe in the in the back room with seems like smoke's almost kind of pouring out of the office door. <laughs> you can see what, what is the end of the cigar? Colvin's like it was just lit, whatever it's called. But you can see like the in the darkness of the office, just a small burning of that the end of that cigar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Pon, what do you do when you enter, if anything? Um, well, once I see the the smoke coming out of the room and it's dark, and I see the one ember, I know who's I know who that is. Smile. And then I look over, and you know I'm seeing Atrock and Clap working on the pod racer, and I'm like, well, I can't help them, and I'm not going to bother him. So, to be honest, which I don't think I'll be very successful at, I am going to just kind of rummage around the uh, garage here looking for parts for my arm. Okay. Uh, let's do a check to see what kind of parts you can find that would fit your arm. Okay, I'm sure it'll be a nice, purpose. really easy check. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Since I'm missing, like... Let's do a, vid or a, um, a mechanics check to see if you can find the right parts um, that you can think that you think the arm would fit into the arm. Um, I'm going to make this check a three purple. Most okay. of these are v parts for vehicles or other such things like upgrades. So three purple. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. Three uh, purple. One yellow. I think I saw two green. One green. Let's see. Yeah, I really can't think of anything that would uh help me out. And everybody else is busy. So kind of figured it was going to be like this. All right, let's see how horrible this looks. I'm going to give myself a strain or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, so you don't find any parts that would fit your arm, but uh, you have two advantages there. So what do you think you do find in the rubble? Um, maybe a Let's see. Maybe a part for my lightsaber? Um, I mean, I don't know. Or, or maybe a part to how about um, how about more? Um, let me look at my. I'm No, not that. Out. I'm looking at my stuff that I have. Where's my knuckles? No, they don't have your brass knuckles. Yeah, hard hard. They don't have my knuckles. Don't have any hard points. Um. I mean, we could say that you can you can find something that you could add to your knuckles, like that that would give them more of a punch. Like maybe my but... either my no, yeah. maybe my knuckles or my vibro knife. A hard point on your knuckles, yes. I would say like so if you've the knuckles, maybe you find something that you can maybe coil around it that would make it uh, almost have like a barbed wire kind of look, and I would. I would maybe allow give you like a Pierce one from that, and so okay. that would uh, decrease the person's soak as you beat into them. <laughs> Sounds good. 
And just get a I was going to say, la- like put a battery in the palm and wrap a live <laughs> copper wire around it to add some ion damage, sun damage. <laughs> burn burn damage. I think those exist. There's like gloves, sap gloves, I think. They're like that. Oh, I, I make a I make a little thing that says P-O-N on it. Like right on the front. So when I punch you, your knuckles. it burns uh, the word pawn into your for wherever I punch. Nice. <laughs> Like an exclamation point, but it's really just a lightsaber, right? Yeah, <laughs> on lightsaber. I'll, right, I'll take so... I'll take the pierce. I'll take the piercing. Okay, cool. Did you so imagine I, like I, the I... Jedi Academy games with that? Instead of dragging your lightsaber down the wall, it just like pawn, 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 pawn down the wall. <laughs> yeah, just repeatedly. All right, excellent. So, pawn, you're you're rummaging through uh, the parts there, and and you make some modifications to your, your knuckles, your brass knuckles, and uh, and that's when maybe HR Klepp, Alexander, you guys notice. Uh, that he's there. Is there anything you want to say to him before Theramaro comes up? There's one. Hey, Pawn, why don't you come into the office? I didn't see you come in. Okay, sure. I, was, I didn't want to bother you. You looked comfortable. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, taking the afternoon off. <laughs> I'll go ahead and uh, join him. Ask him if he has another one of those. <laughs> he notices Alexandre's shirt is unbuttoned, his pants are unbuckled, and there's a big pile of credit money like laying in the corner. <laughs> it's all disheveled. I'll ask him if he has another cigar. Oh, yeah, I do. No, no, no I'll just go ahead and light my cigar up and uh, join him while we wait for the pilot. Another $10,000 cigar? Yeah, another ten thousand credits. Is. How did you guess? Gotta gotta take out more credit. <laughs> you need to get so another much. loan, man. Go to another bank. Yeah. <laughs> Embezzle another <Yeah>. bank. <laughs> oh yeah, we uh, we're ready. Can you imagine the look on that bank's face when like all their employees are watching this race and they see all of us in the winner's circle? <laughs> oh man. They're like, oh yes, capital woo. <laughs> so it's around this point uh, on um but- uh, I know we have an interview here with a, a pilot. I, I don't want to, uh, jump the gun with them. I am interested in following up on, uh, uh, Marcus, uh, no, Mer- what, what was the name of that pilot? Merrill Terrell. Yeah. Merrill, Merrill Terrell. Uh, they, they were one of the greatest pilots ever, and unless this uh, young up-and-coming pilot knocks our socks off, um, I'd like to, you know, have a shot at hiring them instead. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh. See a circle, um, smoke ring, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, no problem. Uh, I just want more, you know." We just want to make sure we have more options than one. So that's all I wanted her to come in for. So we can at least have a fallback if our main guy isn't able to join us. And we're going to get to see them uh, drive today, right? (laughs) As long as Aatrox gets done in time. And at that point, maybe Atrock, you're. Uh, it's at that point when the zap happens when I'm yeah. when I fail to install that last mod. Dang, Ferrick! Yeah. 
<laughs> you hear the wrench clatter across the floor. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, it sounds like things you can are hear the sound of electricity crackle as the electricity um, meets and like all of his horns like sparks up like a Christmas. <laughs> So it's around this point, uh, right after the, the the wrench goes across the room, and you can hear the the choice words of Atrock, and you guys are in the office looking outwards, and you can see the the hangar door a figure appears around the left, similar to where Honest Grek had appeared, and it's a a young female human. She peers around the corner, and you hear of juxtaposed with Honest Grek's knocks, uh, confident knocks. She just kind of taps on the side of the hangar wall just hello oh well i think oh there she is i'll i'll follow you out on let's go take a look talk talk with them and as you guys are walking out she walks up to uh the droid who's who's probably standing a few feet away from where wherever atrock is in the ship and she yes droid i'm looking for i believe it was uh did you tell him her your name, Pawn? Assume you did. Um, or your fake name? My fake name. Um, did, am I brain uh, farting? Is this it? Buck? Is this Buck Beer Spinners? Buck, yeah. Buck, this Buck, Buck Beer, Beer Spinners, Spinners Hangar Bay. I was um, told to meet here. I'm sure there's someone by that name here. What's her name again? Buck. Thera Morrow. Thera. Thera, T H E R A. Thera. You always and that's have an I... absolutely correct response, Clep. They <laughs> um, come out and I'm holding the cigar. Thera, good to see you. There you Welcome. go. Welcome. Uh, thank you, Droid. I appreciate your help. Of course. Fuck. Fuck. And Mike um, is really. You can't say that name. Keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah, down on droids. Yeah, you, you're really at, you're against droids today. I'm. I was trying to uh, poke and prod Clep into doing something rational, maybe. <laughs> Whatever that might be. <laughs> Mess up on that spike, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Uh, she says, oh, fuck yes, I've made it for my audition, my interview, whatever you might call it. So this is your racer. Is it even in shape to race? Oh, we made it look this way on purpose. A truck does the... Star Wars equivalent of throwing it in neutral and revving the V8s. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the sound of that. Then I introduce him to uh, Atro or Alexandre, which I know he doesn't go by that name, but I can't remember his name either. Uh, greetings. Your alias. Greetings, young, uh, young lady. Uh, did, did he give us uh, uh, their name yet? Her name is Thera. Yeah, Thera. It, if if not, yeah, she can say, uh, Thera Morrow. It's a pleasure to meet you, and your name was? I don't remember what my name is, <laughs> but I'm sure it's important. <laughs> you didn't write it in your cover. Or Thame Bromberry. Oh. Mr. You can, uh, uh, you I, I handed one of my business cards, and it just has the words roast. And, uh, uh, on the back, there's just like a uh, the green background of uh, the planet and uh, a coffee bean, one solitary nice. coffee bean. It's really fucking pretentious. Classy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and are you wearing your your coat of? 
Oh yeah, any colors or whatever. Yeah, it is. I I don't think I'll ever take it off. That's right. Okay. <laughs> In the middle of combat, not the suit. <laughs> she so she shakes her hand and says, "Ah, um, Mr. Bromberry, I've assume you're the sponsor of this team." Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I can tell. I like your style. Now, if uh, you would let me show you my style by flying this ship in the the most, uh, what I'll say, impressive way that I can. We're, uh, you know, we're looking for someone that can uh, fly fast and uh, keep the ship safe, but uh, win at all costs. <laughs> Winning is the trick, but we, uh, Aatrox here has a few things to uh, show you before uh, you hop in. Uh, this, this, uh, we just uh, finished um, purchasing some uh, what we think is uh, some pretty good upgrades. I'm uh, uh, hoping you'll uh, give us any expertise. Uh, that you think we should have on uh, finishing the loadout out. Yes, and uh, I will certainly take a look with your mechanic, but you spoke of cost a moment ago, and I trust that your friend told me or told you about my my fee of 15% of the winnings. Yes, this is, uh, this is no problem, and uh, if, uh, if you're fast and um, competent, uh, you, there may be bonuses in there for you. Oh, trust me, I will not let you down, Mr. Barry. Aatrox still in, like, the mechanic, the co-pilot cockpit, and he shouts out, you take stims before the race? <laughs> no, I do not. Can you? <laughs> you might want to. I prefer not to. What kind of what kind of racing team is this, anyways? One that wins. One of a kind, my dear. We're uh, we're here to win. Look, I don't need the stems, but if you'll just let me show you what I can do, I trust that you'll be impressed with my uh, my sober driving. We'll call it. At this point, Atrox clicks the little co or the pilot release valve on the co-pilot thing for the door and he's hidden like dry ice in there so as it opens like smoke comes out like (laughs) (laughs) excellent let's start all right and she she hops in and uh she's getting everything um pulled up she says ah yes this system is it seems quite uh easy to use quite innovative you've made many many changes Make it quite maneuverable, and she turns the the wheel, and you can see some sort of flaps in the back changing uh, very quickly. You hear revving it in a similar way Truck did. Yes, this will do nicely. Now, look, if you go to uh, platform 246A, there'll be you'll have a good view of my flying from there, and I'll I'll show you what I can do. What do we know about platform, whatever? A, is that <laughs> is that one that's safe? Uh, from uh, flying eyes, is that is this is this okay to do? She, yeah, I mean, flying in the area uh, isn't off limits as, as no, far as I, you know. I don't mean safe for other people. 
I mean, um, safe or prying eyes. I don't, I don't really care about what. I... Okay, like if it's a private area. Yeah, yeah, that that's what okay. I'm wondering. Gotcha. Um, go ahead and do an education check, or actually, it could be underworld. Yeah, uh, I have that. Okay, go ahead and do. Uh, can I get an assist from uh, Clep, or can I sure. assist Clep? Let's see. Hey, you guys can kind of do it together if you want to. If you want to offer your intelligence and combine it with. Okay. Anything that uh, Alexandria has to offer. My uh, my intelligence is two. Clep. My <laughs> intelligence is five. <laughs> get get the data pad out. <laughs> Yeah, I love the idea that, that Alexandria's like elbowing Clef. He's like, does that sound familiar to you? Right, that's exactly what brain. I'm doing. Check does that out. make the role and I assist, or do I make the role and he assists me? <laughs> I'll make yeah, it. It would be like a combined check. So does anybody have ranks? No. In no? what? In which one? one? In Underworld. Underworld. Uh, yeah, I have one rank. You? Yeah. Same one rank. Rank. I have two, or no, I... Oh, I thought I had a rank. No, I don't have any rank. I have one boost. I have one okay. rank and five intelligence. So you can choose. <laughs> It'll be. Let's just you can choose Clep either. Roll. Yeah, Clep <laughs> would be. Yeah, you can make Clep do it. Honestly, yeah. if you because it wouldn't really help you to not do it, and you can I, give I him a boost. I lock my jaw in that weird formation, <laughs> and then I. Good. I turn around and I go Clep. Is that a safe landing pad? Uh, let me see. Let me see. It'll be too purple for the chip. Roger. Let me clear my thing. A boost purple. from Alexandria. Two purple and an upgrade. Oh. <laughs> now he's getting us. <laughs> now it's going to be every time I have a chance to do it. Ah. Oh, nice. Ah. Success. Very good. <laughs> Right, so Clep, you are maybe aware that uh, it's not exactly like a private location, but you do know it's out of the way. That it's kind of enclosed where it's not like a popular place. I mean, it's not necessarily private, but it's not going to be the talk of the town. Um, it, I don't mean to belabor this, um, but is there a way, a place that I could rent? that um, would be way out of the way and uh, would give us the, the uh, kind of uh, secrecy that we're, we're looking for. Yeah, I would say with Clep's advantages, Clep, you would know exactly what you're looking for. Maybe with your experience with, with who, who do you think Clep would know would have perhaps, such a place? Um, perhaps, you know, Clep would know Man, Clep's really in uh, into like those weird alien animal horse type races. Mm. Uh, so maybe it's not like a racetrack, but maybe it's one of those types of tracks. And Clep knows a guy that races some alien horses down there that we could get in and with. Excellent. Uh, ha, uh, Might how get much some dust up? Yeah, how much do I owe him? And let's let's load the loader up and head down there. Well, this specific guy is kind of weird. He doesn't just take money. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, no, maybe, no. I mean, he, he's a collector. Guy. He's a collector. 
Okay. He likes the, uh, what's he fancy in? suits. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 no. I didn't want to do this one, to you. It's the one thing I like in life, Gleb. Luckily, he also likes money, so let's go see him. Let's go see what he'll take. <laughs> you jerk. So, I almost gave up my suit, man. <laughs> I created it, and I will destroy it. <laughs> so as this is happening, Thera opens up a, like a small hatch. Says, "Are we are we leaving? Is there a problem?" Uh, There's no problem. Um, give us uh, give us ten minutes. Uh, we're looking for a a less um, a, 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 a place to uh, test your skills that might be more private. Exactly. I want to say Atrox pops up from the co-pilot uh, pod and goes. In the meantime, we can review the enhancements I've made. And like all of a sudden on her side, on the pilot's area, like data sheet after data sheet starts popping up on her HUD in front of her. Nice. I like she's it. Kinda, she's kind of overwhelmed. She looks at it. And she's, yeah, interesting. Yes, these are all very great. <laughs> wow, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, if uh, Klepp and Alexandre, maybe you reach out to this contact. And yep. He says, "He says, okay, if you're not going to offer me what I'm usually offered, Klepp, then Sorry. let me think about a good price." Um, and then go ahead and roll a. Uh, he's he's going to say, "Would need I would need to clear it out of the patrons here. That would cost me some money. So I think to reimburse me, I could let you have it for." 1500 credits. Oh, jeez. But go ahead and do a negotiation check. Or actually, you, you tell me your response, and then we'll see where it goes from there. 1500 credits? After Clef, all I, I've done for you? What about that just... time I smuggled that alien horse all the way across the galaxy? Just for you to put it down. I did all the... that work. It's not my fault when you got it here. The first thing it did was try to jump over the fence and break its leg. I had to do it's what I had to do. It's not my fault. It's picked up the habit of smoking cigars under my presence. That was Sir, his habit. Uh... He wanted to do that. <laughs> Are Sir, you speaking you, uh... of the animal? Or... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I taught that horse how to smoke cigars. Sir, you, uh... you seem like a uh... nice enough fella. We, uh... We like to race things as well. Maybe, um, maybe you'd like to put a wager Ooh, on, uh, I like on the, uh, the fastest ship here for, uh, he's a, uh, he's a horseman. He's a horseman. Right. Still what, racing. what do you, what do you think on that? I, I was thinking like maybe, uh, maybe he'd be interested in sponsorship on, yeah, sponsorship, or Ooh, we can give yeah. him a pair. Of, yeah, we uh, we're looking for sponsors, and uh, we could give you uh, we could give you one for for free with a share of the winning. And I also have an idea. Oh, hit we, hit me. We could Put pay you fifteen hundred, my old friend. We could pay you that, but I know you like to gamble, and I know oh, yeah, that yeah. nobody's is, gonna think the one. Nobody's gonna think we're gonna win. In this big race, right? You can put this fifteen hundred. You can get you. We could we could pay you it, right? Or you could invest your own fifteen hundred in us, and that will be our charge fee. Will be the first fifteen hundred, so we'll end up even on that. But whatever you win off us, you can keep all of it, and we promise you we're winning. 
Mm. Want me to want me to roll negotiation? Yes, I will add that on the side because I am not a negotiator. <laughs> I have a upgrade and a bonus right now. So yes. a good time and it could be this. it could be streetwise or negotiation. Ooh. Uh, so uh, I don't know if that changes your negotiation choice. is uh, okay is for it? me. No, negotiation sucks. Oh, my! I have three yellow and one boost on streetwise. Okay, on cunning, I have two yep. cunning. Can I give any bonuses to him? See, uh, yeah, my rank is three and my cunning is three. Okay, okay. So here's this, I, I'm I'm unhelpful again. You'll give him a boost for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll get a, um, another boost. Yeah, and in fact, I like the uh, both of your your approaches here. So I'll give another boost for Ooh. for the flavor that you're giving out here. I like it playing That's into uh, maybe some of his weaknesses. Um, We're getting um, so many XP for RP tonight, guys. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. I'm salivating right now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and make a. Streetwise negotiation check is going to be the difficulty is going to be red and purple. Okay, you're flipping a point. I'm flipping a point. Sorry, I'm not asking. I'm just kind of going gun. I'm just doing it. No one's ever said no to them, so I just I just assume no. (laughs) Uh, So I got two boosts, one upgrade. I'm gonna roll some streetwise. Let's do this. (laughs) Oh, you need two red. You need two red. Oh no, two red and a purple. I, you can just, I know. You can just roll the two, two red, red and purple. Yeah, you can do it <laughs> just separately. Just roll the two reds and the purples. Keep all that. <laughs> okay, so I'll do it separately. <laughs> I don't want that to go away. So I just roll, I just click the dice, right? Yeah, two. Yep, the dice in the center. We'll roll. Okay, perfect. So you get one oh. threat here. Nice. And uh, okay, so it's an astounding success. So you, you tell him all of this information. You, there's a long pause at the other end of the line. And he says. Make it, make it seventeen hundred. The wager. And okay. Area is yours. So what I'm hearing is you're gonna put your own seventeen hundred up, but if we don't win it, we pay you seventeen hundred back. If we do, you keep the winnings. I'll do. All right. I I love convincing you to gamble, friend, and I shake his hand. Yeah. Uh, thank you. All right, now uh, when you clear everybody out, don't leave the horse turds in the road. We're not. We don't want to kick all those up. That's yeah, not. That's that's, not that's extra. What? <laughs> all right, leave them in the road. <laughs> all right, so um, we'll just kind of flash forward to you guys entering into this nice. arena of, of alien job. horse racing, and uh, it's this extremely large. Think of like the Senate building in star wars as far as how big it is but almost i would say maybe even longer like kind of oblong like a racetrack would be right Uh, but it's kind of dim in there uh the 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 floor itself is dirt um and and you can see clearly the racetrack where there's like a an electro fence we'll say that marks the racetrack around and you can see the stands along either side um even some floating platforms for the vips uh, however, I got, you... I got, uh, I got something to say. Yeah. So we, we set up an intricate route and, you know, a, a, we start some time trials. We, uh, 
we we start watching this pilot kind of work and kind of get warmed up and ready to go and then after about 10 15 minutes of atrox and them working together we set up a lap circuit and i i turned upon and i'm like okay let's see how good this pilot really is on their third lap just grab something from the ground with the force and just throw it at the ship let's see if they dodge that shit and if they do they're good got it what if we damage the ship though (laughs) where's the horse Aatrox will will fix it okay yeah you're right we can throw some shit and and Pond doesn't walk there he's gonna ride on the outside of the speeder oh okay (laughs) okay you guys can walk. Pond's gonna Pond's gonna ride on the outside of the speeder somewhere here in the middle. So you're gonna project something at a speeder you're riding? No, no, oh, just to, is... from the from the hangar to the arena. Pond's oh, gonna ride okay. on the outside. I was like, that's bold. He's gonna pull something at me. Yeah. No. All right. Just, just to get to the arena, he's riding on the outside. I want to see. I don't. Uh, I don't know how the checks are going to work, but let's uh, let's see her work. Yeah. Okay. So let's do this. So uh, you, in, she's entered the arena, or the ship has been brought to the arena. Let's just say a giant hover sled that you're able to to pull through, and, and it enters, and she she starts pressing all of these buttons and these switches, and the, and the ship comes to life, and she takes off, and uh, maybe through the comms and the ship, she um, she asks you. She says. All right, uh, I'm about to start the first leg. Are you ready to be impressed? Show us what you got. All right, so the the cloud car zips around and kind of uh, doesn't spray dust on you, but in the way that it kind of comes up in front of you and kind of uh, like drift or uh, was it drags, drifts, drifts in front of you, kind of spraying up some dirt and rock uh, in your vicinity to kind of show off, and then she zips forward towards the first obstacle that you set up now you tell me what do you think we'll say there's three obstacles right so what would the first obstacle be i don't know whenever we play those star wars type games there's always like these dumb loops i have to pilot the dumb ship (laughs) Um, inevitably i missed the third one damn it i got a loop all the way back around yeah that's right (laughs) I'd say um, on one of them, maybe pile up some debris in the road. So obviously they have to hover, but maybe she has to pull some sort of maneuver to kick up off the ground a little bit to like kind of Ooh. do a little hop. So to see if she I can like maybe that. do some vertical movement. Yeah, I like that. Great okay. idea. Perfect. So we're, we're going to say uh, we'll give her a setback for like a difficult maneuver here. And then uh, she has two handling for the ship. Let's see, does she have ship-wise? That's all the ship's going to give her. Um, but she's going to push it to not the max speed. We're going to say that she pushes it to uh, speed three out of four, and then silhouette two. So it'll be one purple, two red. Difficulty. All right. So she's going pretty fast here, but. But you guys know that it's not top speed. 
and uh, so she does exactly what she says. She she kind of curves the ship upwards and just kind of vertical drag and then tries to shoot up. So let's see mm. if her booze will impress you. God. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, this shit. is the best thing oh, ever. Shit. I'm going to die. <laughs> so she, she I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she 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 gets the uh kind of the, the drag awesome. correct she gets the drag correct as she kind of puts the back of the ship towards the ground you see dust flying upwards and she's almost underneath like let's say it's a beacon just kind of floating where she's going to cut upwards um and but as she cuts up she cuts up too fast and pings the beacon off the top of the ship causing one hall trauma uh and uh, let's see, for the despair, it's character stresses. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Um, if for the despair, I'll count that as a hall trauma and, and count it as one system strain as well. As she clips the top of that, it has to like course correct. You see the ship as it jets upwards into a, a vertical uh, line. You can see it kind of sparking for a second and shaking before she lines it back up. Um, now, with the five advantages, we'll say that that kind of mitigated the damage and the strain taken, the system strain, that is. But uh, but maybe it's not as clumsy as it turns out. Or maybe you guys determined that the where the beacon was placed maybe was not unfair, but miscalculated. So it had something to do with it. So we'll say kind of the perception of it wasn't maybe as bad as the failure itself. Okay. Um so anything you want to say in between yourselves or to her after after she shoots upwards? I don't I don't think so. We'll we'll uh we'll let him get warmed up. Vaughn's okay. gonna be watching, but since he's you know he's gonna be walking around the, the, our track here, and because uh, he needs to get close to whatever he's gonna throw, and uh, with within short range. Um, what's, our, what's our next obstacle? Um, so he's gonna be walking around looking looking for something on the ground in, in the excellent in the arena that where that she's flying around looking for the whatever she's gonna throw us like something uh technically it'd be silhouette of one i I think like if it has stadium seats, maybe uh you know we have kind of like that loop thing where they gotta they gotta <laughs> duck and dive and weave through some stadium seats to come out through the other side. Okay. You know, Excellent. twist the, the ship sideways and you know, all that fun stuff that you're supposed to do on speeders. <laughs> okay. And do you think she's going any faster during this or any slower? Uh, or you they gonna... can drive it however they want. What do you okay. think, Atrox? You're in it. <laughs> Atrox <laughs> has elevated blood pressure right now. <laughs> I I have no idea. Uh, they're they're piloting it. Okay, so she's going to after the last one. She's going to reduce her speed by one. So she's she's going like half speed at this point, but through the the turns and through the the tight loops. I'm going to give it two setbacks. Um, but it'll be two red, two setbacks for the difficulty. Um, nice. As she pushes through this next obstacle. Um, and wow, she, again, doesn't succeed. 
quite as much as you'd like to see here. So she did not succeed. So uh, as she comes through, we're going to say with the triumph and three advantages, she doesn't gain any strain, but just the speed that she's going through the obstacles and the uh, the finesse isn't impressing you guys. Mm, a little slower than we're kind of wanting, maybe. Yeah, a little slower than what you're wanting. You can tell that she's not struggling, but just not performing at like a high speed that you would like. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so she pushes but. out of it, and she comes over the comms and says, uh, "She says, uh, well, this is a tough course, but do you want to see me uh, put some speed into this thing before I reach the next obstacle?" What she's doing with the triumph, though. Uh, I'm going to say she's going to give herself a boost. Like she's going to try to show off by pushing this thing to its limit. We'll say. Yeah. And, I would, uh, all right, what's a what's a good speed obstacle? Um. I'd say my one idea Clep would have is he would egg her on like, you know, yeah, you're not you're not really showing us much now, so you better show us something soon. And this isn't much of an obstacle, but it is something like perhaps we can put something in the way that's like an arrow that is like an early turn. So maybe she gets it all the way up to speed and we have to check how quickly she can stop on a dime. Um, and then okay. so she can do a quick turn around a corner. And then, and then she's just like a quick sprint. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm for. That's what yeah, I'm doing for. So yeah, I'm so going to make her make that make quick, sudden turn. Fast. Okay. So so maybe, yeah, so maybe she makes this, like it's just kind of a straightaway, like was it running a 40, and she just mm -hmm. jets forward, and at the end of it, pawn, that's when you'll kind of spring into action. Or, yeah. yeah. So I'm here. Closer, okay. closer to the end, yeah, like three quarters maybe. Yeah, and, okay. I, and I'll, I'll kind of... <laughs> Oh jeez! No, that's oh, not right. No. That's not right. I didn't roll her uh, her actual skill. Oh, okay. All right, young uh, young lady, we're uh, uh, put that thing to the speed test. We got a special surprise for you. Yeah, uh, show us something good. Here it comes, and she you can hear the the jets increasing in power as it zips forward uh, into the straightaway with one oh, success. Oh yeah! <laughs> jeez. Uh, Atrock, are you in the ship with her at this point? I think someone oh, said Unfortunately, yeah. you like so, this. yeah, you're not ready. You're not quite ready for it. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're pushed back into your seat as it, as it jumps forward. And this isn't even the top speed. And maybe she dips into that slightly. I'm not going to give her any strain or anything. But maybe she pushes that speed forward and then sees that it can be pushed even further. And you feel the ship start to shake as it pushes it to, like, speed four and a half, get into five. And then pawn, what's that next it happens. Um, like I said, I'm just gonna find like a piece of gate or something, you know, uh, fencing or yeah, a big couple chairs or something, you know, or something you know, like probably a piece of fence, okay. right? And there's chuck it at her, chuck it at her, chuck, right, it so at the speed, chuck it at the racer. I'm gonna repeat the same check, add, I'm gonna add two setbacks, uh. Dep well, actually, depending on what you do here. So roll your force. Uh, just your the force, force die, or is there any difficulty? No, it should be just your force die. So, okay, with one, you can throw a silhouette one. So it needs to be something that's... Throw, like... a, throw a seat cushion. <laughs> seat cushion. No, no, I'm throwing a chair. I'm throwing a, just a <laughs> okay. chair. 100%. Okay, so the chair... 
goes flying and maybe you've positioned yourself now you like kind of snuck up into the stands or something so you have this advantage over and you see her coming in and you throw it outward and so it's coming at her from like a lateral direction to the left and she sees it and we're going to see if she can dodge it and it slams no. into the shift oh wait sorry again again wrong roll wrong roll oh, one second oh, oh yes. all right there we <laughs> all go right, so the last second, she, she sees the chair coming in, and she does this barrel roll the opposite way, and then kind of like rolls over it like this as it, as it gets thrown downwards into her. And as she comes back around, uh, she does another little barrel roll trick or two before bringing the ship in in front of you, landing it softly in front of, at this point, Alexandria and Clip as Pawn. You're probably up in the, in the stands. I'll start making my way down. And uh, she looks through the cockpit as you approach Pon and gives a thumbs up and says, So, what'd you think? That's a pretty impressive there at the end. That's for sure. Well, I uh, keep aware when I fly, that's for sure. These races aren't for the uh, lazy. Meanwhile, the co-pilot, co-pilot cockpit opens and Aatrox stumbles out. He's like, what do you, what do you mean spinning's a good trick? <laughs> and he's going to be my co-pilot? <laughs> he's the best uh, one yeah. we got. <laughs> a few more uh, practice sessions and he'll be just fine. I hope so. Uh, Miss uh, Morrow, uh, uh you uh, displayed some uh, incredible piloting skill, acumen. Uh, you uh, understand the, the dangers of this race, correct? Oh, I do. I've been watching the Grand Prix for years. Uh, ever since I've ever since I've been alive, as far as I know. And uh, you know what I mean when I say we are going to do whatever it takes to win. I will do my part, and I'm I'm sure you will do what's in the best interest of the team. Excellent. Uh, we have uh, one more person to interview, and uh, uh, we'll be getting back a hold of you when we have made our decision. Now, I'm I know a lot of people in the racing world. Do you mind if I ask who this person is? I uh, know we'll uh, we'll keep that information private. As you wish, I will my leave. Please reach out to me. You're ready for me to return for more practice sessions. And, and Pond jumps back in the middle and says, let's go back to the hangar. Okay. All right, well, he up. says, um, I, this is where I, I'm writing when we go I back to the hangar. We don't have to go now. But... That's where you're writing. All right, so with that, we're going to end session there as you've seen what Theramaro can do. Now I will remind you, these are very uh indicative of what type of roles that we're gonna do yeah. in the actual race. Nice. Um so it'll be what is what is her actual skill? It's three yellows. Three yellows, yep. Yeah. Okay. So that'll give and you kind of a baseline. Are, those bonuses are what's coming from our ship. So two of those bonuses are from your ship from the handling and then the other ones on the the two at the end um one it was for the triumph 
Mm-hmm. And then I just repeated the same one since it was technically she was still flying in the same obstacle. I just added two setbacks. So um, so she'll always have two boosts, and then she might gain more boosts depending on what the co-pilot does. Excellent. And you guys can flip points for her checks. Um, yeah. All of that is fair game. Okay. All right. So awesome. Well, I actually, see. really quick before we break, uh, speaking of betting, what would you guys think about like <laughs> in going all for broke, investing our credits on a bet against ourselves to win? <laughs> against ourselves? No, like I like we're betting that we'll win. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm down. I might need some of the credits to for some little bit of plans, but yeah, anything we have left over, we should throw into a bit. So we still oh, yeah. have even one stealth suit's going to be about 3,800. 3, why, why do we need this stealth suit? Well, it just was an idea for whoever grabs the actual gym. The smoke's like a smoke oh. grenade in a stealth suit. Oh, yeah. Upgrade of some sort. Counterpoint. If we don't win the race, how are we even going to fund the gem heist or get that's into the gem heist? That negative thinking. We're going to win the race. That's, that's well, one exactly. reason I'm trying and to get a when job. When we win the race, there. we'll have all the money to throw at a stealth suit. Yes, we'll have at least 15,000. Yeah, the race, okay. the grand prize for the race is 30,000 credits. Um, right. Which will be and given. What are we? Fifty percent of them go to the one will, girl, right? The chick. Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. No, that goes to the pilot, though. I'm talking about like that oh, that one oh. gal that introduced us that we had the little powwow no, we, with, we and keep I keep all the race winnings. They want. Ha- they want. Oh, it's the jewel. The, uh, that goes the jewel. Yeah. 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 They want the jewel. We okay. get the winnings from the race and the winnings from the auction that we hike up. So yeah, Pawn. If we win, we can just go buy a stealth suit from our. So I've got five G's left. So if we don't spend it on anything else race car related, we definitely should at the very last moment um, uh, put some money down on our on ourselves. Okay. Absolutely. And so well, I, I have seventy. I have seventy one hundred left. And I I don't I don't know within the game if there's anything else that we can do to the car. I don't but think we can because of that last is, modification. Well, there's there's modifications, or not modifications, but there's upgrades and modifications. It costs zero hard points. Um, you guys, I actually po- posted the uh, link to the Star Wars fandom site that has other modifications. If you guys want to look at that throughout the week or whenever you want to, see if there's anything else you want to do. But yeah, the, the despair from last time will come into play where it increases the difficulty of any, any checks to add uh, to the uh, ship. We 1,000% want to buy a plasma drill. Plasma drill, after, yeah. After watching her try to avoid that obstacle, we'll just drill the <laughs> just obstacle. Just drill through everything? That would be awesome. <laughs> hey, as long as... So the, the limits are, it's a silhouette 2, so it has to be something that can be attached to a silhouette 2 vehicle it's a planetary vehicle not a space vehicle uh it doesn't have any more hard points left so you'd have to replace another if it requires a hard point you have to replace another one so there's a few limitations but um just take a look at those because those are all fair game as well 
Uh, and then the last thing I want to say was that we're at hour 35 out of 60 after seeing what she could do. So uh, that leaves 25 hours left. And I think we've been going, we've going, been going pretty slow. We're on episode six, regardless of what the crawl that I wrote says, it says five. But uh, I think I'm going to give two more sessions of prep. And then whether or not we're at that 60 mark, I might trigger, we're going to start, we'll start the race at that point. Okay. You guys are making a lot of good headway as far as um, the preparations. I feel like two, two, maybe three things that we want to do is, I I know uh, Alexandre wants to go interview that other pilot Mm -hmm. and kind of use the information that we gleaned from uh, uh, Honorable Drek as bait and then um, I think we need to seriously consider whether or not we can sabotage the other teams. Yep, and I've been, I'm working on that for us. I think Atrock might look into um, going to see if he can find like a, a seasoned pilot at that bar to give him a crash course on uh, like advanced piloting maneuvers or whatnot to see if I could get like a permanent increase to my planetary piloting skill or something to or to oh, be able to give like a boost to yeah. uh her if i'm not shooting a gun to be able to boost her that's that's badass i like that yeah, that all sounds great so i think maybe next session we'll do the latter half of this day and then the session after that we'll do the morning of the race <coughs> and then the third session would be we'll do the race does that sound okay to everybody yeah. Yep. Sounds yeah. good to me. Because that's just the race. We're not even at the gem heist yet. Yeah, yeah so, so, yep. Okay. There, there's really, the format would be the race, which would probably take just one session, and then the the gala, which will probably take one session, the actual gem heist, which would take one session, and then some aftermath stuff, which might take two or three. So I would say we're about halfway here. Running for our lives. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, but right. before the heist, I mean, we're going to have some work to do to figure out how to do that, right? Well, the heist is going to happen. So you could do the race at noon, and then the gala is that evening. And then oh, the heist, shit. yeah, the, the gala is at like 4 p.m. And the heist, is it? Uh, it needs to occur that night at some point. Uh, well, then uh, <laughs> Silas does not agree with your timing. More preparation uh, we, time needed. We we may need to want to look into the gala, or we could just wing it like blades in the dark and just have some flashbacks. But and you'll I think in, we'll be all right. Yeah, in in like the race could take half a session, then you'll have half a session to prep for the gala for like a couple hours, you know, right. whatever it is. And if we need to, you know, uh, this isn't set in stone at all. It's just uh, an estimation on my part, which usually tend to be bad. Uh, so bad in the way that like i think it'll take three sessions and it really takes like five so and i'm okay with that whatever you guys want to do well uh well, i don't you... see anything in the way of me being here for the next few tuesdays so i'm ready to roll awesome and you uh, do you do know our four session whisper base took what nine eleven that's right see that's exactly that's my point yeah this will be four <laughs> sessions and then like, a year later we're still there <laughs> okay very cool and if anybody's interested, I'm just putting it out there, and this is not something we should do very, very soon, maybe towards the end of November, my schedule's going to free up a little bit. And if anybody wanted to do weekly or whenever you guys 
time, we can certainly do that. But I think this group had something where like we wanted to do bi-weekly on purpose, so which is what I usually do. Uh, I'll leave that up to you. Just think about it. No pressure either way. But uh, I know some people like more frequent games, or at least we have we have makeup days more often since my schedule's opened up. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. We can discuss that in Discord. Um, yeah, most yeah, absolutely. Definitely. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate it, and I'll yeah, see you for episode. So, yes. All right, what'd you say? I said, don't forget to pay Mike. Oh, I think you said yeah. hey. I think you said hey, Mike, and then it was hey, 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 All right, guys. I will talk to you soon, and I'll see you in two weeks. See, right, boss. See you guys. Good game, guys. Right, see you. Good game, everyone. Good game. Again, before we go, we want to thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed the episode. We'd like to invite you again to invite your friends and coworkers to enjoy along with us. Stay tuned for our next episode that we'll be posting on November 18th of Rebel Cadets Jewel of Yavin.